Captain Controversy is here. The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We might as well get Kath in, mightn't we? Because this man's just annoying the heck out of me. Yeah. I mean, Andy's sitting in Come his... Come and Kath, and sense, Andy's sense sitting in his man cave, probably drinking a couple of pina uh, Ryman, look, Ryman hasn't done the... Uh, no. Gas on. No, no, Kath, don't... Don't, Kath, you Kath, touch don't, 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 don't you break it. Don't, no, it's all right. She's, don't she's pull right. it that hard. No, don't pull it that hard, please. I got it. No, don't pull, don't pull it that hard and push it up a bit. I've got a very gentle touch, James. Push it up. You know. Get off your knees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Ian's had a wisdom tooth out by surprise. Oh yeah. So, How did you do that by surprise? Well, he went in for a checkup, and yeah. they said we'll have that out. Uh, you should say no. They told me I had to have a wisdom tooth out about 42 years ago. Same, yeah. And I said, it's not hurting. Doesn't matter, but it will hurt in the future. Well, I said, well, in the future when it hurts. Yeah, exactly. I, I did the have same, same thing happen. Have a look at it. He's got it in his bag. It's a right old state. Has he got the roots on it? Yeah. And yeah. they're all gnarled like an old oak tree. Mm. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. So he talks to me like here. the godfather. So yeah. he said to me, I'm, I'm supposed to be, um, his voice tonight mm. and I've got to do what he says. But let's see. Yeah. I don't think, I think he's probably conning you here because if he'd had a wisdom tooth out he wouldn't be in here this evening well i've seen the um i've seen the bloody yeah. mess look all his cheeks yeah. are all swollen up. are yeah, they look, let's yeah. have a look. and look at his face yeah, as well come in, yeah in. come in yeah bring him in let's show, have a look show him show him the um debris yeah let's have a look at your debris look at his there, big, stand there. big swollen yeah, stand let's have a look 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 Where's your tooth missing? In the front? Is he's it got, in the front? A, oh, he's no. got his sample bag there. <laughs> no, there's no oh. swelling on his face whatsoever. Oh, None at all. Not on his face there isn't. Yeah, let's have a look. I don't want it in my hand. I'll just... Oh. Have a look. look at it. It's disgusting. Right, okay. It's like a bit oh. of a, bit of a popcorn. Whale touched it. God, he's I? touching look. it with his bare yeah. fingers. Yeah. You see, you could have had that left in for ages. Did it hurt? Have a necklace, yes, mate. It, it hurt. Yes, it hurt. I mean, that's quite nice, that one there, the way it goes round. Do you like that one? Look at mine, it's yeah. I've got to go now. Uh, Kath's in with a rather strange... Watching, 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 Who does it sound like? It sounds like someone. You come to me on the morning of my daughter's wedding! Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you on Talk Radio. Fader. Which one? That one, that one, or that one? Is your computer volume up? Studio Aux. Is your computer volume up? Yep. This is going to be great. Didn't like the bumpers there. It's, I don't know why well, you changed Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's not your speaking. decision. Can you... How do you press this? Why isn't that working? You should probably say something more with it. Hello, this is The Late Night Alternative with me, Catherine Boyle. It's going to be a uh, sedate whoopee is going to be had for the next three hours. I've been given a list of talking points. You may or may not get to. Because you're my priority tonight. Yes, you. 0344-499-1000. Hey, go. Press it.
say bo at a fee, then I say the name, then banana fan or and po. And then I say the name again with an F third plane, then a fee, fi and a mo. And then I say the name again with an M this time, and there isn't any name that I can rhyme. Elias and the name game. So first up, right, let's work, let's work this one out. It goes, uh, Ian, how, how does it go? Alan, Alan, Bo, Balan, Bo, Nana, Fo, Fallon, hey, Fee, Fo, Fallon, Alan. Is that how you say it? Let's get him on. Shall we? Should we do that one? Are you not talking tonight or at all? No? Hello, Alan Caddick. Where, where's Ian tonight? I'm pointing no, I'm, at him. I'm here. Hi, boss. Uh... He's not the boss. I'm the boss. No, you're not. I'm not tonight, boss. my friend. I'm well, it, it may be the boss normal, but it's Captain Name above the door. He's, he's never the boss. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the producer, and I'm the main <laughs> oh, host. Oh, there for? Shut your face. <laughs> but I'm unable to speak because of a very serious medical condition. So I, 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 but I have he's to be He's got terminal here. idiocy. i got, um, twatish friendiitis. <laughs> If I don't show up, I don't get paid. <laughs> so I'm here. Yeah. And Kath is doing the show, but I'm told her what to talk about. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, it's a bit of role reversal tonight. A bit of role reversal, yeah, you're right. Yes, you well, at, <laughs> at least we got continuity with Sam Manning the phones. Sam is not Manning the phones. Sam is woman in the phones Manning. tonight. Manning. He's all over it. He's a man, Sam, isn't he? Well, that's an assumption on your part, my friend. Well, yeah, because I want to talk about holidays. Why? Because I'll put the holiday for April next year. What's April think about that? April four 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 nine nine one pound. If you want to talk about a decent place for a holiday. <laughs> what you want us to suggest places for you to go? Yeah. All right. If you want to tell Alan where to go, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got a suggestion. Go on. 
can't say it on the radio. <laughs> you can't say it at all, can you? You poor face. He looks like the Godfather. Except Godfather he doesn't need any. Bundo. Yeah, except he doesn't need any cotton wool in his mouth. Is a bad running with a dentist? Well, no, he paid him for the privilege, I think, didn't you? Get on to the topic. Have you ever had anything out, Alan? I've had six teeth out bowls. What have you had pulled out of your mouth? Oh, three, four, four, what have you nine, had out nine, by surprise? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We call you back. Might not. Depends. <laughs> Depends on your attitude. Your your stuck sucks. <laughs> I hope you're keeping a note of the callers because that's the producer's job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, if I, I've written the list already, <laughs> Alan, George, Susan. Nigel from Maidstone and some uh, some drunk random Scottish people. Well, let's add Sharon into the mix. Hello, Alan. Uh, bye, Alan. Hello, Sharon. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sharon. Hang on, type, hang on type Have you ever anything out by surprise? Uh, no, I spoke to you um, a couple of weeks ago. I went to the Till Fest. Do you remember? Oh. She doesn't. But I'm doing that. Oh. <laughs> Remind me what happened. I, well, I rang. Well, I rang Ian yeah. about four weeks ago, and I did the "It's Hot" thing. Oh yeah, cut me off. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And then I rang you when you were on your own. Yeah. And then you said, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And I did the hot. It's hot. It's yeah. really hot. And we got it that time. We got what you we were driving at. Time. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And then I was going to Chill Fest. All right. And how was that? It was great. What did you do at Chill Fest? I mean. Chilled. Well, yeah. There's a lot of beanbags. Yeah, I drove there and back. Did you? I did. And then when you no, got I there, the interesting bit? The <laughs> <laughs> um, bit, in fairness, was um, hot chocolate. Oh. Even though there's no Errol anymore? No, but Aswad and Soul to Soul were a bit disappointing. Oh. I've seen Soul to Soul live. They were rubbish. Yeah, it was rubbish. Did they do like a 20 minute version of that hit? Back to Life. No, they literally did about two seconds. Was it Soul to Soul? Hang on a minute. Was it Soul to Soul that had that um, person as a dancer? No, that was Happy Monday. No, that was Happy Monday. No, you're thinking of Bez. No, I'm not thinking of Bez. There was a, there was a, like a sort of dancing <laughs> group. Oh dear. And they had, they supported, um, I saw them support, uh, who's the young lady oh that plays God. the piano? Sings a song about my diary. Carol Wheeler. No. It's Karen. American. I want to say um, Alexis Conran, but that's the <laughs> that's Kong a man. man. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the lady. She's an American lady, and she plays a piano. piano. Tori Amos. No. She sings a song about called my diary or something. Yeah. Alicia Keys. <laughs> Alicia Keys. Okay, my, my it's like Alexis Conran. Anyway, my husband's, my husband's here sitting, and, and he's he's getting it all correct. And actually, you know him, Ian. Oh God, this game again. Yes, did I buy drugs yeah. off him in the nineties? What is this? DPD driver for a while, Craig. He's what? He was your DPD driver for a while, Craig. Oh God. Oh, oh, oh hang on a minute. So he'll be exhausted then, poor Craig, because he doesn't have to get a lot of deliveries. Uh, hang on a minute. How's what, why is he not my DPD driver anymore? Because he's quit. Yeah, exhaustion. Uh, yeah, well, Craig, I like Craig. Um, Craig came on like the first day I moved into my house, and I thought the future's looking good with people like Craig. Um, yeah, but... no, he's quit. He's got a warehouse job in Hemel now. Oh. Well, if he tells anyone where I live, I will kill him. 
never do that, Eve. Thank you, I'll never do that, Eve, ever. Uh, thank you, Craig, and I know that, I know that. Um, see, uh, uh, but I just have to say it for legal reasons. Um, I like Craig. Craig came round. Craig was genuinely thrilled when I opened the door. He went, oh my God, it's Ian Lee. I listen to you. You don't get that very often, so you've got to take it when it comes. Uh, there's you, there's Danny Baker, and there's Richard Herring. You're my three heroes. Oh, look at that. Uh, uh, racist and a has-been. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's me. They'll describe the other two later on. Oh. Um, well, but anyway, I think Soul to Soul supported Alicia Keys and they had a dancer and they did a 20 minute version of the hit. I'm not supposed to be talking. You talk. No, you're not. I'm not talking. All right, Sharon. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Craig, I'm glad you've um, gone up in the world. You don't have to serve uh, this fella anymore. I don't have to sort my tax out anymore or anything, so it's a You do still have to pay tax, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you just, still, no, you no, do still I have to pay tax. I don't have to do it all myself because I don't understand being self-employed, so that's why I got out of DPD. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thanks very much for giving us a ring. It's been very nice speaking to both of you. Oh, let, just to let you know, every time I drop him into Hemel, we listen to Ian Lee podcast. You're very, very intelligent and sexually aroused and <laughs> mature people. Leave them alone. So anyone who was sexually aroused is about to um, to lose it. Here's Gatford. Yeah, great, yeah. yeah what an intro. What <laughs> a intro. I thought it was only fair to warn people. Yeah, what? no, no, go make a go make a cup of tea at this point. Yeah, go and have a shower. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need to do. What do you want? What do I want? I want to tell you about my soul-to-soul story. Go on. Um, uh, when I was travel, I was uh, at school, and we, we went on a long coach trip down to the south of France, and we only had two tapes in the coach. Two One capes. was the tapes, yeah, it was that old. Cakes. Um, cakes. Cakes or tapes? Capes. Jeff Capes. Uh, tapes. Jeff Capes. Capes. Yeah, capes. He was driving the thing. Capes on a school trip. What was this in Victoria? Did you want to take out your ear roll as well? Capes. Capes. Tapes. Tapes. One was the soundtrack. Tapes. <laughs> 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 tapes. Ah, oh, tapes, okay. Tapes. One was the soundtrack. That was the best thing. I don't want to, but that is the best thing about being young. You can't do it now. Because you've got Bluetooth it. It's getting the, persuading the tech, the coach driver to play the one of your tapes. On, yes. That's yeah. the best thing about being young. Uh-huh. One was the soundtrack to Good Morning Vietnam, which I could deal with. And the other was Soul to Soul. And I hate them because of it, because that got played a lot during that time. And I hate every one of them, even the dancer. Well, and also the fact that Soul to Soul, every single song went... They did like that beat, didn't they? I think they paid a subscription. What are you doing? What are you doing? Sorry, my boy. people were saying that the app wasn't working, but I just tried it and it's working. I'm not supposed to be talking. No, you're not. You're not supposed to be listening to your phone either. Gatford's telling you something fascinating there. Well, uh, not really, no. When have I ever done that? Um, why doesn't Alan Cuddick come to Catford on his holiday? I could show him round. Alan, uh, Alan Cuddick goes to Catford for his holiday. It sounds great. Wonderful. Oh, there's, a, there's like a YouTube series of that, I reckon. I'll give him your phone number. You can arrange it between yourselves. 0344 You're listening to Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle, and I'm the boss. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. What's this pony list you give me of things we're supposed to talk about? Riddles, man-spreading, Elon Musk, hedges, and niche languages. I don't like the beds. Well, tough. You're gonna have to speak. 
Don't just write things on post-its. Don't. This is what happens when um, someone goes to the dentist for a routine checkup and then finds out that he's at death's door or has to have a tooth extracted. And he's pulled it out and it looks like a bit of old popcorn. Niche languages is carried over from yesterday. Well, you're going to have to explain it to me because I wasn't paying attention. That no. wasn't a routine appointment. What's that got to do with niche languages? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you do want to speak. Pig Latin, etc. Oh, yeah. So, Pig Latin is when you take a word like idiot and you take id off. So, you'd go day. So, Ian is day. <laughs> is that right, Sam? Kind of it. I'm the one, I'm one behind you, Pig Latin. What, one, one what behind me? I don't want you behind me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading that out. I don't think I can read that out, can I? You can't. You can't swear in a different language, can you? Paul Ross is swearing at you in um, digits <laughs> through the window. What? One question behind you. Okay. Well, I've, I've lost patience with this. Here's what I've got. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, we were talking the other day about um, <laughs> what? <laughs> read it. Read what? <laughs> Ooh, yay, looking fay at. <laughs> <laughs> gosh gosh you see you do a mate a favor and all you get is abuse albeit in a language that most people don't understand but that's very rude indeed and i don't care if you don't like the beds it's <laughs> i'm putting up this is terrible for the environment all this talking on post-its use your face use your face I can't. It wasn't, it wasn't a routine appointment. I've had, here's the thing, I've had toothache for about a week now. It's funny you, you haven't mentioned would, it, yeah, you, you mentioned guys, every exactly. other ache. You guys wouldn't know about it because I've kept very quiet about it. Why not? Hmm? I kept very, I should have a um, black cab driver take me to Disneyland. <laughs> I sound brave what you said about black cab drivers. I sound brave of him. <laughs> I had this for a week and then today, <laughs> I had a swig of water and it really, really hurt. Yeah. And I thought, oh, and then, right, then I thought I'm going to phone up so I can get an appointment. Uh-huh. Phoned up at 2.50. We're living this in real time, She aren't we? said, the lady said, well, there's one at 3.20, can you get here now? What time is it? 2.50. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. I should have said it's 2.30. <laughs> it was, but it wasn't, it was 2.50. <laughs> I went, I can get there. And I thought, Oh, I'm going to have a thing. I mean, my sa- I'm 46 years old. Hmm? And this, I'm 46 years old. <laughs> and I've only ever had one. Could you wipe that off the. I'm just going to wait till the end of the show, otherwise I'll be doing it all night. <laughs> You're right, Sam. 46 years old. Yeah. And I've only ever had one filling. Yeah. And so I sat there and I thought, oh, I'm going to get my second filling. I'm going. So I went in. Yeah. And the dentist. Looked at the form, he says, what is a broadcaster? I went, what? He said, what is a broadcaster? Why is, why is this relevant to your teeth? I said, I, I said, that's my job, I broadcast. He said, yeah, Sorry, what now? I said, that is my job, I broadcast. He said, what does that mean? <laughs> I went, what? Were you talking like this then? 
No. All oh, right, that explains it. I said, he, uh, he said I do a radio show, mm. and he said on what station? Talk radio. Oh, the sister station, the Talk Sport. And he said, so he did, but he couldn't understand the concept. He he said, <laughs> what time do you work? I said ten till one at night. He said, right. So if I turn on the radio at ten o'clock at night, I'll hear you. Right. Okay. You right. You had to explain the concept of the radio to someone, and then you let them sedate you. <laughs> well, anyway, pull something out of your head. He did the next way. And I was getting up to leave, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, no, no, I, I'm looking at the x-ray now. I said, but you just took it. They look at them straight away now. Yeah. It's not like a week to be processed at the, boot, uh, the chemists. No. The boots, chemists. No. He said, right, there's a, a hole. You asked! Pardon? You asked me! Oh, right, I thought you were being rude. You asked! <laughs> you are being rude now. Yeah. He, um, said there's a hole in one of the wheels in two. In my what, what? And I hobble my wisdom teeth. Can you write it, please? Can you draw a picture? <laughs> Is there a hole in one of you? What? What's? I'm guessing a tooth. Fucking fade. Okay. He said, "There's a hole in my wisdom teeth. It's in a tricky place to put a fill in. Mm-hmm. We, I'm only here so I get paid. I don't want to do the show." Bad news is you get paid my way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He said, "We can put a filling in it." What's Paul Ross trying to do? Paul Ross is going to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's drunk. That was, I said the right way around. Two teeth out. <laughs> no biggie. It's not biggie, B-I-W-G-E. I know he's funny and teasing me. Anyway, he said, so they, I said, take it out. He said, can I, I said, can you do it now? He went, yeah, we can. So they did it there and then. I'm messing up. Where's him to? It took 30 <laughs> minutes to do. 30 yeah. minutes because my roots are bent. I'm getting every third word. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> Granddad, don't talk. I've given you Tom Wicks. Uh, Let's talk to Pete instead. Hello, Pete. Hello there, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. I can't say the same for um, Ian Lee. No. (laughs) Oh, Lely's just tweeted me. Lely, you got sacked as a correspondent yesterday, so you better call up and apologise. Who is this guy so I can type it down? This is Pete. Okay. Hi. Hello, Pete. Sorry to hear about your teething, excuse me, teething problems. Don't be, he's loving it. He's loving it. No, 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 I'm sure he's not. I don't like it myself, actually. Uh, I should go to the dentist, but I did go to Asda today, and I just want to share something uh, with you that I saw there. Oh. <laughs> if I may. So, in Asda, there's um, a shelving that's called Foods of the World, or <laughs> World Foods. I never go down that aisle, uh, because I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's too well, exotic and elaborate for you. That seems quite a reasonable approach, yeah. <laughs> um, so what was in anyway, the Foods of the World or World Foods? Well, on this shelf, next to each other, were two items. The first one was called Foo-Foo Flower. <laughs> <laughs> and quite, this is genuine. Right next to it, there was a packet of something that had a bit chicken as its logo, and that was cock-flavoured noodle soup. Shut up. <laughs> you need a picture. It's absolutely true. I should have, I should have snapped it. You've got to keep However, those well apart. They'll contaminate each other. Well, uh, yes. Who knows? <laughs> I, whatever I go in tomorrow, the place will be overrun by jelly babies. Something, something <laughs> jelly babies. <laughs> wow, food okay. flour. I, I wonder how you get that. Well, I don't know. I grind in. Grind some. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Once you fill it yeah. up with water, it should stay al- stay alive for at least three or four days. <laughs> yeah. Foo foo foo. Well. <laughs> so. Um, oh, well, that was a delightful story. Thanks for that, Pete. Right. Um, how um, much? Uh, how much liquid can a woman hold? Yeah. And can a man hold? What? Where? In what? Why? In your hands. In your hands. Oh, no. oh, sorry. Yeah. In your. In your oh. penis. <laughs> Well, women can hold very little in there, I would think. If I were to fill my penis with water and your vagina with water... Why would... No! <laughs> how much water would they hold? Just a question. <laughs> Gosh. Three, four, 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 nine, nine, nine thousand. Gosh. If only they still had how-to, I'm sure that would be an experiment. <laughs> Thanks for introducing this, Pete, by the way. <laughs> yes. You're, you're very welcome. Uh, have a good show. It seems to be going well so far. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes, um, if you have a bath, sometimes it gets released afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you sink a bottle <laughs> and all the bubbles come out. I did not know this. Yeah, that can happen. How much is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's enough to be uncomfortable. Oh no! I mean, how much are you selling it for? <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. There was Is a story the about a woman who was selling her socks. Oh. Oh. I was on... I sometimes go on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Yes. To look for old stereos. Right. And then... But then I saw this woman, <clears throat> and it said... She, but uh, long story short, I can't be bothered. What Facebook group was this? Facebook Marketplace. Right. Everyone was selling on Facebook. <laughs> uh, pants, a uh, bras... Uh, stockings, uh, skirts that she'd been wearing and haven't washed on Facebook. Mucky pop. From dirty I socks to some for you. <laughs> <laughs> From dirty socks to filthy underwear, online punters are forking out hundreds of pounds to get their hands on them. The likes of stay-at-home mums and students looking for extra cash are all taking advantage of the fetish, which has boomed, according to Daily Mirror, thanks to the likes of eBay and Facebook. Curious about the simple potential. <laughs> uh, my London reporter, Hannah Kane, decided trying to flog a pair of her sweaty socks through Facebook's marketplace, and it proved a success. Okay. Was it on your side? <laughs> she'd not only worn the so- socks all day at work, but she'd gone on a 5K run in them. Safe to say, they were not in the slightest bit fresh, Hannah admitted. If you'd have asked me yesterday morning how I'd be spending my Wednesday night, I would probably oh. have something to do with catching up on Love Island. Little did I know, I, I, it would be wildly, and I mean that in every sense of the word, different. Uh, inspired by our sister site, Essex Lives Experiment, I decided to see if I could make some money on Facebook selling groups by advertising a pair of dirty socks. I found some dirty, women's dirty, smelly socks for sale by someone called Marky Apples. I've just asked, is this still available? God. Within 15 minutes, I had about five men sliding into my DMs asking to buy my stinky socks. It's important to point out that everyone I spoke to was really polite and in no way made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, weirdos are often like that. (laughs) The only thing was, a lot of them didn't just want socks. Wow. I'm, I'm astonished. I was inundated with requests for shoes, stockings and even underwear, all of which I declined. Sure you did. By 11pm, I was feeling pretty weary of going back and forth to each potential buyer and wondered whether I'd made a massive mistake, so I called it a night and I thought, I'll deal with it in the morning. Fresh-faced and ready for what my messages had in store for me, I opened up Messenger to find around 17 new messages from Ian Lee. (laughs) Oh, very funny. They're not allowed to say where they've got messages from. That breaks, uh, 
Privacy, security, secret, security, yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't put that. Quickly scanning through and vetting them, I found one man who was willing to offer me what I'd asked for the socks, but there was a twist. The man, we'll call him John, was willing to pay me a whole ten pounds to send him two pairs of dirty socks. He didn't ask for anything else and even said that while he doesn't have PayPal, he'd set it up so he could pay me, something which a lot of the other interested parties had not been willing to do. Pay pervert. <laughs> so if I trotted to the post office, the socks carefully wrapped and sealed and praying the woman behind the counter wouldn't ask what was inside. Um, curious, uh, I asked John, what exactly it is about my socks that appealed to him? I mean, come on, do we need to... Do we need to ask that in 2019? So, so, I get, I get, I kind of get, I don't actually get, but I can sort of put myself in the mindset of someone who would get women's pants and bra. I, I, I don't personally, but I can kind of, you think what's been close to a woman, ooh. See, the only time but I sniff pants are when I find them on the floor and I have to work out whether they're dirty or not, and that's just mum business. But some, I can see, you know, as a kid, Going through, your, I can just, I can work, I can work. I again, I haven't. I'm not talking about me. Can understand how pervert might. I can understand. No, uh, I have done a lot of work on my own sexuality and what makes me tick. Uh, actually, watches are one of the things that get me horny. So I've got to stop using that phrase. Um, <laughs> That's why I, I can digital. understand. I can, I know that I can see the connections from something 40 years ago that bring up, you know, to, to now. So I can understand that. But socks, I don't get, is what I'm trying well, to say. John explained, I've got a massive foot fetish, and seeing that you look absolutely gorgeous, why wouldn't I want to smell your feet? Oh, do you know what I mean? Gorgeous girl with sexy feet, why shouldn't I want to? Thanks, John, means a lot. Now I'm a tenner up, and I don't have to wash two pairs of socks, but would I do it again? I guess I could be tempted, but while writing this, I've just received another eight messages, so I think I need a bit of time to recover. 80 quid. How much do a pair of socks cost? Is this, do, do they pay postage and packing, or does she? Oh, I don't know. He didn't go into that amount of detail. But, um, I've been a junior reporter. That's money not to be sniffed at. I know what we have to do to get callers. I wrote a piece today. I'm not selling my knickers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wrote a thing today about, which some of you wrote, wrote read. I mean, I wrote, you read, yeah. and responded to about how we don't get callers. Mm-hmm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the Thank way, you if you'd like to book slow. that trend, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're going to do something tonight on your phone that I talked about doing after I came back from Australia. We're going to set up a Tinder account. Not on my phone, no, you're not. Sam, we're going to need your phone on Sam's phone. He had two accounts. Oh, he does. <laughs> All right, well, we can't do it on my phone. We're going to set, we need to set up a Tinder account uh-huh. for the show. Mm-hmm. And I've nicked this idea from a politician in Australia. When, before I was going in the jungle, I had to read all the rubbish local papers. Hey, your voice is getting a lot better. Uh, it comes and goes. I think it's, it's going again now. Yeah. A little it's just gone now. Well, I was reading, so the, a local politician uh, put an advert on Twinder saying, On Twinder? Twinder. That's very niche, Twinder. <laughs> well, I tell you what's even nicher, and you, you go on there, it's empty sometimes. Sometimes you get lucky. Sam is Twinder. Now, <laughs> sometimes you get very lucky. Uh, trust me, just trust me on that one. Uh, she put an advert on Twinder saying, I need you, I need your, I need you, I need, I want you. Yes. To vote, vote for, for me. me. <laughs> I think we should do the same thing for the show, and I bet we'll get We'll get a lot of swipe We'll get messages. Set it up on your phone. No. Why? 
it's a bit difficult to explain at home, isn't no, it? No, it's not. <laughs> she's not doing um, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, you found a Tinder account, but it's for work. <laughs> I'll, set it, I'll set it up on my phone then, but that makes it even more dangerous. I'm lethal when I'm in, in the, the dating scene. Lethal. Not, I mean, I'm not... Uh, Gosh, well, I mean... I, I, I was saying, I'm not saying I've killed anyone. Uh, it, the, the case was thrown out of court. <laughs> so, technically innocent. And and <laughs> legally and morally innocent as well. Uh, we, need to, we need to do it. So, one of yous has got to set up a Tinder account Sam. for the show. You can rehash mine if you want to. We can oh, rehash he, he, his. He. All right, fine. You don't need it anymore. Exactly. Yo! Sammy's got his but, action. Cleverly, it means he doesn't have to close it. We need it for work. Right, after 11 o'clock, yeah. Sam, we're going to get you in here and we're going to set up a Tinder account for the show. All right, sounds Beautiful. like a plan. Beautiful. Sounds like a plan. 0344 499 Yeah, ring us up. Here's Roger. Good evening, Catherine. Hello, Roger. Uh, Ian's a bit talkative tonight, isn't he? Very yappy, considering his injuries. Uh, he gave him a smack on the other side of his mouth to even it out a bit. Don't you dare. I, the reason I can't talk is I started singing along to the Beatles in the car and my, and my mouth was full of blood very quickly. So I'm going quiet now until I'm going quiet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's nothing more of a feeling of relief than uh, finding the key that you thought you'd dropped outside in ah. the house. This is something that pop was taken out by surprise. Oh, uh, it happened. No, it ha no, no. Uh, I was coming in late afternoon. Early, well, early afternoon. My dad was coming out. Yeah. So oh, I had good a for you. Well, well done. You should be very proud of your dad. It doesn't matter if he's gay. Doesn't change anything. <laughs> doesn't change anything. <laughs> um, so I didn't need my key. But he, he, he comes out of the house, real, past me, realises that it's started raining, so comes back in to get a coat. <laughs> and I've been frantically looking around for this key, on and off, for a few hours. And my dad comes walking past, in the dining room, comes walking past. Oh, look what I found! Spots it on the floor, and I'm pretty sure it's where I took my boots off. Outrageous. I was so, I was so tired. So, don't you have, these are all the rage at the moment, don't you have one of those whistling key rings? Oh, just, you oh, may the not have seen them, they've only just come yeah, on the market, I, I think, you that. whistle and then it goes beep, 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 beep. No, it used to go. Oh, God. Do you remember that, those? That, that, that's the old Nokia, that's the old Nokia alert. That one was. Was it? Yeah, that was the old Nokia, uh, text message. The biggest laugh I ever saw. With a group of, the biggest laugh I ever saw with a group of old people, right? The biggest <laughs> laugh I ever saw from a group of old people. Yes. Was outside BBC Television Centre as it was. They were queuing up to go and watch a TV show. Gosh. It was probably some crap. Yeah, good job they had a laugh outside. And the research, the, the runner, the guest coordinator, her phone went. Yeah. And it played, um, he played the Nokia um, uh, ringtone. The one that goes diddly do diddly do diddly do do. Um, yes, except it was the one. Do you remember there was there was a version of it that sounded like it was melting? <laughs> oh no! Do you, do, no, no uh, Nokia ring, ringtone breakdown. I'm trying to find it. Um, that rings the bell. And it sounded like it was breaking. And um, 
Like your batteries are dying. Yeah. These old people, I mean, probably literally, but metaphorically at least, wet themselves. <laughs> they were in pieces. It's the oh, biggest laugh I've ever seen from a group of yeah. old It's a good okay. gag. It's an excellent gag. Oh, that's yeah. almost as bad as when I was uh, going to a gig with a friend many, many years ago. And we were listening to uh, the Monty Python Sing CD, and we were and we were stuck in traffic. And it was a nice day, and there were some old people sat on a bench next to us. And he kept playing "Sit on My Face" over and over again. That was one of the tapes we got the, um, the school bus driver to play for us. Oh, I love that <laughs> album. And I had another I had a funny thing. A funny thing today. I think. I don't know whether you saw it. I sent it, I sent it here on Twitter. As regular listeners will know, I am continuing my quest to find employment. Oh, yeah. And I go to a place with somebody that helps me find jobs. Okay. So I went to see her today, and we were looking at all the jobs and looking at the applications that we'd already done. And I noticed something oh. on one of the applications that oh. we sent off last week. Oh. She, she's a better typist than me. It's easier, it's easier for one person to take the lead when you're crowded around a computer. Yeah. So she knocked out one of my cover letters. What? In an she email. Knocked out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she uh, quickly typed, quickly <laughs> typed one up. Ed, we've got, yo. Know, Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that one. <laughs> uh, so she... Uh, she knocked so she, one out quickly, uh, and what, with it, quickly, a mess? Sent it off. We finished at one, uh, would you? <laughs> and I noticed this afternoon yeah. she had ended the email, kind regards, Roger Moore. Roger <laughs> Moore. <laughs> I don't know how I've gave her that impression that I'm some sort of uh, secret agent. Well, that's because you're super smooth, Roger. Actually, actually, or, or, to be independent, Roger Moore was actually an actor, not a secret agent. The Twitter meltdown over the, the reports of the next Bond film. It's hilarious. I think it's, it's just been so, a Black so, Lady so. 007, but yeah. it's not James Bond. Mm, no. Yeah. They're, they're people, are, people are idiots. Well, they did it with The Little Mermaid, didn't they? And got lots of publicity. Oh. Now they'll do it again. I don't much care that neither, neither of them are real people. Yeah, exactly. One of them isn't a person, it's half a fish. <laughs> oh, me. Exactly. exactly, and I watched Captain Marvel again yesterday, and it's even better than what I thought it was in the cinema. Absolutely love that film. What? Why'd you make me cut him off? I didn't make you cut him off. Yes, you did. Andrew, he made me cut him off. Hello? And now he's made me put you on. Oh, okay. Um... So, I was reading um, Ian's Facebook post about lack of callers, and I was talking to my wife about it. Yes. And we've come, come to the conclusion that it's lack of momentum. So you know. Lack of what? Lack of momentum. Because our theory is, once you um, play the interview, which you do occasionally, um, you don't have the people that momentum going to call people, to people ring in. Yeah, except we didn't have any interviews yesterday, and we still had no callers. Okay, that's how I feel about the water, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but to side with your wife, she's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
thanks for having to think about it for us. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, we, we you know, it was a question honestly it's asked. It's a head scratcher, Andrew. Now we're getting a nice stream of calls tonight, uh, but it's, um, it just the last couple of weeks, the co- number of calls has, has, has dropped, and I, and I don't, I, I can't quite work it out. But I appreciate all of the, of, all of the feedback that we had today, all of the suggestions, all of the uh, ideas. It's given us something to kick around in our in our heads, and it is difficult when you have a guest to to then get the momentum going. Um, but. It's kind of tough, really, because sometimes guests can only do certain time. I, I get it. Yeah. When we've got Michael uh, Galinsky, Galinsky coming on tomorrow, the film director at 11. And I did have him at 12, first of all, because of this original thing. And then I thought, actually, no, 11, we get more listeners. And I, it, we might get some calls from people who've seen the film mm-hmm. and can give us some feedback on it. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think, you know, Ian thinks about these things very deeply and worries and I am um, worried. I think maybe because I'm sort of one step back in that it's not my name above the door, I kind of it see it. It, it, it comes and goes comes and goes in waves. And uh, you get loads of downloads though, shouldn't that doesn't yeah. that count for something? Yeah. Uh, to me, it all works out, but you know, that's, we're different personalities. Yeah, because my, my view is, you know, the nature of um, radio, people don't listen to the radio at a set time anymore. People no. stream it. Yeah, no, like I'm the not. telly, who watches a program when it's on? No, no one doesn't anymore, you know, it's, welcome to 21st century. I think uh, listening figures are just to massage the egos of the big wigs rather than actually, you know, people's lifestyles have changed. I don't listen to the radio, yeah. so you guys hardly... Um, but unfortunately, that's what they count on, they, that's what they count at the moment, so that's yeah. the way it goes. Anyway, listen, it was nice to speak to you, Andrew, I've got to go to a break oh, before um, Ian um, has a yeah. thrombo. I owe Ian an apology. Oh, yeah? Um, I think I may have offended him on Twitter and he blocked me, um... So, Ian, if I offended you, I apologise profusely. When did you offend me? I don't know. I, I, I blocked. So you said you unblocked me on Facebook, and it's not happened. But well, hang on. What's you, who are you on Twitter? I'm Mango Breeder on Twitter. Mango Breeder. Now, you're probably a dickhead. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Everyone needs to think. Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, I've typed in something very offensive there instead of Mango Breeder. Um, but here's the thing. Everyone, let's go. You, you blocked me for nothing. Here's the thing. I, I blocked you for. I blocked you for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that. I'm just apologising if I caused any offence. You know, I, I didn't mean to do that. Or anything. I'm gonna, but I'm, I'm gonna unblock you because I'm a, I'm a nice. I am a nice guy. That's oh, I remember you. I remember you. I'm blocking you. Do it again, Sunshine, and you're a dead man. Dead man. <laughs> All right, mate. All right, take care. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give us a ring. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech Radio with a difference. Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you want to call my little show. Yes. I just found out something really sad. I was coming into work and on 4 Extra, they play like old documentaries from about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Right? And it was a really interesting interview with Michael Sellers, the son of Peter Sellers, Sally Magnuson, the daughter of Magnus Magnuson, interviewing Michael Sellers. It was really interesting about how his dad gave him drugs and um, made him and his sister stand in front of him and demand who he loved more or his mum. It was really interesting, really nice, but a really nice, well-adjusted man. And I said to you, I said, I've just heard that. I'm going to see if he's still alive. It's probably about 10 years ago, this documentary, and we'll get him on the show. Yeah. He died in 2006, age 52, which I think is the same age as it... No, it's like, how old? Uh, it was not quite the same age as his dad. His dad was... Hang on a second. How old was Peter... How old was 
Peter Sellers when he died. I think he was 56, mm-hmm. right? 54. So he died at 52. Same reason, heart attack. Oh. Exactly 26 years to the day after Peter Sellers' death. Gosh. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah. That's, and that's, um, he died in 2006, so this thing must have been done 12, 13, 14 years ago. Uh, and it was such a, he was considering the abuse that he'd suffered at the hand of his dad, who was, was, was a, uh, was probably a sex addict and was, was, was probably a drug addict and was an arsehole. Uh, he sounded really well adjusted and I, I thought he'd be really fascinating. I just, I just find that incredible. He died two years younger than his dad. The same thing, and heart conditions, but his dad was into a lot of drugs and stuff. Um, 26 years in a day. Not terrible. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Anyway. That's the thing that sons worry about, isn't it? Uh, uh, your dad does. Getting to the, the age when your dad dies. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. I'm not sure. I don't know whether women feel the same on that. Like that. Well, do you worry about dying the same age as your mum? Well, my mum's still alive, so I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> You've got quite a while to go. <laughs> it is a thing. Um, I, and, uh, you know, when I go and have checkups and stuff, and I had a few checkups recently, I have to say, you know, my dad had a heart attack when he was fifth. I don't even know the ages. It was probably when he was about 50. Yeah. And then he died of um, pancreatic cancer when he was 61 or something. Um, but the, the heart, they get, oh, we'll put you down as a heart attack risk. Oh, yeah, but he was massively overweight and he was smoking 80 cigarettes a day at that point. We still have to put it down as a risk. I go, well, that's nonsense risk yeah. because you don't, because I'm living a different lifestyle to him. My dad had the same thing. I think granddad died when he was 62, which we thought was old, old ancient, but he'd always yeah. been ill, right? Because yeah. he, he was, um, and he was a lazy bugger. Yeah. <laughs> he used to sit in his chair all day. And so he seemed a lot, and he did put his teeth in a lot. So he seemed older than he was, mm. right? And of course, when you're seven, someone who's 62 is old, aren't Ancient. they? Um, but yeah, he'd had like four heart attacks or something by the time he was 50. But that was eight, yeah, 80 fags a day. He didn't drink, you see. He used to work on the prints, uh, in the printing works in, in Manchester. And while the other blokes would go out to the pub, he'd carry on working and he'd be, have a fag on, like, but continue. He, he'd start one when he was finishing another. 80 a day. I'm just thinking that when I was, like, about five or something, when I was fully aware of my granddad Bill, it was probably about the same age. He was probably about the same age that I am now. Wow. God. And he was ancient. He was, he was you know, he was always very tall and sort of greying, balding hair. And he would have been about 46 when I, I don't, I know my mum had me when I, when she was 21. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm kind of guessing a bit, but I think I'm pretty right that he, he would have been about 26 when he had my mum. Um, and you think, flipping it, yeah. it was the same as me, he was an old man. I remember my grandparents being in their 50s. But people were, it seemed older, yeah. didn't they? They looked then? older. They looked older. Mind you, all you need to do is look at, look at the flipping film of the 1990s now. Everyone looks ancient. I saw a quick word with Paul, who I'm sure is a spring chicken. Hello, Paul. Catherine, how you doing? I'm all right, Paul. Thanks for giving us a ring. What have you got? I'm all right, thanks for asking, Paul. Oh, we know exactly show. how you are. Still my show. <laughs> Dis- uh, you you sound doing good, man. Just, just he's, he's sounding a heck of a lot better all the it time, comes isn't he? Medi- and, and that, Paul, is a um, big thank you to the NHS. Thank you to the <laughs> NHS. Here's the thing. If I talk too much, I start bleeding from the mouth. And I have been bleeding from the mouth during this show, but I've, I'm only mentioning it now because you forced my hand. For those who've just tuned in, Catherine... We don't want to know about your seepage. Catherine, we know about yours. 
<laughs> Catherine is driving the show. I'm I'm producing it. I'm writing it. I'm directing it. He's uh, not. I have come up with all the topics. <laughs> Excuse oh me. God, he's given me a random list that I don't know what we'll I'm do supposed it, to but, do with. So I'm I'm fine. Thanks for asking, Paul. Continue, please. Um, well, do you know what? It was Roger who prompted me to call tonight. Why? Have you had something fall up by accident? Or you want to kill Roger and you just want his contact details because we can help. It was to do with, you know, like the the old Nokia beep, beep, beep thing he's talking about? Yeah. It's, um, it's Morse code. Yeah, I it's know. Awesome, isn't it? So you've got dot, 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 dash, dash, dot, dot, dot. Is it, is it true it's connecting? Is that what it uh, is? It's, it's SMS. Oh, is it? Isn't that cool? Don't you didn't know that, Catherine? Because you would have, that would have been the first thing you'd ever told me. No, I bet, da, 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 means connecting. Is it? I think so, yeah. That's awesome as well. Well, if it's true, it's just something I've been carrying around for a long time. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Like when Dad told me that um, Hitler's first name was Billy. It might have been. <laughs> I don't think it was. We would have known about it. What's the matter, Ian? I like Tom Newton Dunn's hair. And he walked past me the other day because he was doing that thing with um, BJ and the C word. Yeah. And uh, all I wanted to say to him was, I really like your hair. I've seen him a few times. I've been at a few things that he's been at. I really like your hair. Tell him. The political editor of The Sun doesn't want to know that I like his hair. Of course he does. All right, next time I see him. He's a human I, being. Tweet right. him. Tweet next, him now. All right, I'm going to tweet him now. All right. Watching you on telly and I like your hair. That's going to sound Tom, It's going to sound like fine. I'm doing a joke. Tom Newton Dunn, Twitter. All right. Let's... Tom You, you did this, Paul. Sorry, Catherine. All right. Here we go. Hi, Tom. This... Is going to sound weird, but, but I've been, I've to tell been you. in the green room at GMB with with you, and you walked past me yesterday, uh, the other day. Was it yesterday? Yesterday at Talk Radio, and I'm watching you on TV now, and I just want to say I've always really liked your hair. Blocked. <laughs> what did you say? Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's sent now. It's sent. It's, it's out sent. there. It's you know, I think the compliments should be given. I think they should, and there's nothing wrong with a man complimenting another man mm. on his hair. Paul, I think you've got a beautiful accent. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I, I don't get that very often. No, you don't get that very often when you just got it. So... Have it. Thank and, you. And keep it. Yeah, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with Ian as well. Good. Jesus. Get in there. It's, um, it, well, it's a backbone. He recommended uh, Dr. Sarno's documentary. Oh, is this Paul? Paul, is this Paul? Yeah, He's been man, messaging yeah. me. All right. So we yeah. we got the director coming in tomorrow. So this is the film about cool. Dr. Sarno. Uh, it's called All the Rage, and it's about a, a revolutionary way of dealing with pain. Thank you. We're yeah. dealing with pain and back pain in particular. I watched it just as a documentary and my back pain pretty much stopped. Your voice is gone again. I don't know if you've noticed. It comes and goes and that's because I'm applying Dr. Sarno's techniques. My sister watched it and it helped her back pain. And Paul, you've been struggling. Give us a little update, please, brother. Well, with me, right, my, my back's been fine for about a year. So, you know, I messaged you and said, like, is it, is it really genuinely worth watching? And you told me, look, just watch it and, you know, take an open mind to it so I thought I don't want it to come back so I, I will watch it so I, I bought it I watched it that was uh, Tuesday afternoon in fact I watched half of it Tuesday afternoon um, what happened next was 
by Tuesday evening, my back was in agony. It made his back worse. <laughs> it, it completely and utterly ruined it. Right? That's why I'm not <laughs> watching it, because my back's fine. Yeah, that's the thing. Mine was. So, um, so I watched half of it, wrecked it, right? Um, and I mean, like, properly agony. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. get up the sofa and stuff, right? But could you understand why watching half of it could potentially cause you pain, now you know the theory yeah. behind it? Oh, yeah, you might have so to watch like, the rest of it to finish it off. So, that's the thing. So I've watched the rest of it. Uh -huh. I have to, I, I'm, I've re I'm reading. Well, I've read about seventy percent of the book, and I've just downloaded the other audio book as well, because it, I can feel it getting a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh my god, I've been a mess this week. Tell you what, uh, um, uh, Paul, can you give? Are you around tomorrow, sort of after eleven o'clock, to give us a call? Yeah, man, no problem. Give us a call because we've got Michael, the director, coming on, and um, I'd be keen to hear you two chatting with each other and, and seeing what he has to say about that. Cool, that sounds good. The, to the me. reason, the reason why I'm not particularly shocked by that is the theory that this Dr. Sano talks about is that pain, um, specifically back pain, uh, is repressed rage and trauma from when you from childhood. And that's why you saying you watched half the film and your back started hurting. It could be, you, you know, you've unlocked this trauma and this pain, and, and that's what that is. But give us a call after 11 tomorrow if you can, Paul. It'd be nice to chat no to problem. you and Michael. Yeah, that sounds great to me. And thank I you will. for your nice DM as well. I appreciate it. Uh, pleasure, mate. Thanks, All man. the very best to you, Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. 0344 he, he can't sue us. Can't sue us. No, he'll sue you. Well, he can't sue me. Well, no, no, you're me. the producer. Well, actually, this is something can. you booked yourself. It's nothing. He's to do the producer. With me. You're the producer. You're so the you producer, actually. actually. Today, yeah, well, I am. But you're the producer of the show when I you recommended the film. Better cancel the guest then. I'm not canceling the guest. Okay. You need to cancel him tomorrow when you're producer again. Uh, let's go to the news. The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. <laughs> Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're listening to Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle, and you are. 
Oh, come on, you, you can speak now. I can't. If I, here's the thing, I had a wisdom tooth taken out today by accident, not by accident, by, by, by surprise. surprise. Uh, jinx. Aha. Uh, -huh. uh, Catherine Boyle. And, <laughs> I was say, you uh, if I talk, it hurts. Mm -hmm. If I don't shout for work, I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. So I'm here. Yeah. And you're both witnesses to that. But also, um, if I talk to, if I, if I talk or sing or shout, my mouth starts gushing blood. God, not gushing. Uh, do you want me to make it happen? Listen, I saw, happen. I saw Gene Simmons. That was gushing it, blood. Yeah, imagine Gene Simmons, but like, to the power of ten. <laughs> oh my God. That is what it looked like <laughs> as I was coming in today singing along to the Beatles live in Australia. I got bootleg of the Beatles live in Australia. Mm -hmm. Great. Really great. Um, so that is why. So Kath is, is, is sat in the driver's seat, but, uh, but really I'm driving, I'm like backseat driving, and I'm bloody brilliant at it. Yeah. Uh, 0344 Things I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, teeth jewellery. Sorry. Riddles. What was the second one? Teeth jewellery. Yeah. Riddles. Mouth pudding. Elon Musk. Ecstasy. Hedge. Um, uh, David Van Day. Alright, we'll talk about David Van Day. It's that you brought him up, but you, you got blocked by a, no, a I native legend. I got David Van Day today. I was rude about him. I wasn't rude, I told the truth. Man can't handle the truth. David Van Day from Dollar. Um, I got blocked because I tweeted, retweeted something he tweeted. But I also added, do you remember when David Van Day, who was in Dollar, not Bucks Fizz, but then joined an incarnation of Bucks Fizz? Yeah. Do you remember when David Van Day tried to steal Bucks Fizz from Bucks Fizz? It's true. There's Cheryl a Baker go on does, YouTube, yeah. Go on YouTube and uh, I think it's called Room at the Top, Bucks Fizz. The best 35 minutes you're ever going to spend. It's insane. He gets called in as a member and then he tries to take over it. It's nuts, right? And he blocked me for that. But the reason he was in my... Um, um, what's the word? Consciousness. Head. Dreams. Oh, that, they'll do. Is because he tweeted a really weird video, <laughs> a homemade video, where, I don't know where he's looking. No. Of him, and it's like a blue police light, but it's like a disco light behind him, and he's supporting Boris Johnson. But he's looking in like the wrong direction. Play it, it's the funniest thing, man. Are you concerned about crime? I am. If Boris Johnson gets elected, he's pledged 20,000 more police officers. So it's a no-brainer for me. Back Boris. I'm voting for Boris. <laughs> <laughs> but the video is him... Um, you know, looking at the wrong way and that weird, like, it's the strangest yeah. thing. He's a, he's a strange man. Listen, I, I don't think I was actually rude about him. I understand why he blocked me. I'd never judge another man or woman for, for, who, for whom they block, because mm -hmm. it's entirely up to them. No, if they want to be snowflakes. I don't think I was, well, it's not even snowflakes. I block people and that's fine and that's my prerogative. I don't want to see those people in my timeline. Maybe I shouldn't have retweeted him and put it, I, but, you know, I, I don't, I, but what I said was true. He tried to steal. Yeah. Bucks Fizz from Bucks Fizz. I saw a celebrity coach trip once where he was on the same coach Cheryl as Cheryl Baker, Baker and yeah. she was a lit-it-vid. Yeah, yeah, Fuming. Yeah, hang on, let me see if I can, you carry on talking, I'll see if I can find the... Fuming. So yeah, it, it's a very bizarre video, but he's a very strange, eccentric sort of person, isn't he? 
very eccentric. So yeah, there's that. Um, I mean, so I'm going to send you. I'll send you the link. All right, um, have a look. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, and uh, Giselle, Dom, Kira, and Nigel, ooh. I see you there. And you I say, will be you say second. Giselle with a very soft G. And I know. I love Giselle. 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 I think she's more of a. I think she said she's Giselle, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Actually, you are quite offensive. I've, if you have checked, if you check your private email address, yeah, I've um, sent it to Harry Hill. TV burp playing, but it might be worth. Um, All right, let's have a look. This is on Co- Harry Hill talking about coach trip. Area, I wonder what's going on down on coach trip. By the way, I love this program, Coach Trip. Yep, business as usual. <laughs> jump to forty seconds. Jump to forty trip. seconds. That'll get you there. Aren't they? Well. Mm-hmm. Blackburn joined the bus. They're two pretty popular people, aren't they? Well, they found out when it came to the vote off. Tonight, we are voting for Tony and David. Tony Blackburn. felt that sometimes, perhaps, instead of just being yourself, you were doing things that you thought you should be doing that the audience would want. Yeah, well, you know, fair enough. It was only because Carol felt they weren't being themselves. Tonight, we're voting for... Tony and David, sorry guys, if we'd have known you had got two votes before us, we wouldn't have done it, honestly we wouldn't. We've done it last on, first off. Yeah, there's nothing personal about it, just last on, first off. <laughs> Tonight, we're voting for David and Tony. Cheryl Baker. Everything personal, I can't bear you. Yes! I really dislike you intensely, David. So, it is completely personal. I know how you are, off screen, and I really don't like you. <laughs> Yowch. I love it. I love. Yowch. I love. Uh, I love Cheryl Baker. She's fab. I love. I love all them. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. While we're doing these videos, oh, we'll do it in a minute. We'll have a quick. Let's have a quick word with these people, right? Uh, I'm bleeding, by the one way. One to four. Pick. Pick one. Three. Look at Three. that. Look at that. Look you at that. You picked Kira. Oh, don't don't put your blood near me. Hello, Kira. Hi, Ian. I'm Hello, Kira. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I was going to quickly mention, uh, you touched on the, um, the movie about the back pain. Uh, yes. I've seen, I've seen Ian tweeting about it and I've been, it's kind of been in the back of my mind. I was thinking, oh, I might watch it. I might watch it, but obviously didn't know what it was about. And then you just mentioned that it's a, um, back pain comes from, uh, repressed childhood trauma. Well, this, this is, is what theory, Ian's this is telling the theory. Us. No, no, no. This is the theory of Dr. Sarno who's in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's, um, Howard Stern and Larry David, uh, the creator of Seinfeld, are, are, are both huge, huge fans. I watched the film expecting just to watch a documentary, and when I finished the film, I, my back didn't hurt anymore. See, I'm really interested. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it now because I've had like back pain since I was a child, mm. and I never really knew why. And now you said that, I feel like I've had an epiphany. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just going to save me lots of money from going to the chiropractor. Without, without giving away, without telling us anything you don't want to tell, does the idea mm-hmm. that the back pain could be repressed trauma from a childhood, does that makes, does that kind of resonate with you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it was um, my my, I would say my childhood trauma came from being really badly bullied as a child. Right. Okay. Uh, and I it. I just, I never made, like, the correlation in my brain. I ended up, I feel like I'm probably oversharing by saying that I had, like, a, like, a stress-induced, like, stomach condition as a child. Yeah. And I, I always thought, oh, 
you know, then you just make that direct correlation. So I never even thought that that could be the cause of back pain. I'm typing just because I'm going to retweet the link for you and for other people that might have missed it. So I'm not being rude. I'm just getting get, making sure everyone can see it. Oh, no, no, thank you. So it's honestly, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've just had a moment where I'm like, oh, maybe maybe that's what it is. So, so thank you. And the other thing I was going to mention as well is what you were saying earlier about people talking about um, being aware of their own morality because of when their parents died. Mm. Um, so I work for uh, an independent financial advisors. They do like mortgages, but I, I do like admin for life insurance. And it's really interesting that you say that because obviously one of the things that people get asked is um, when did your, uh, did your parents have any serious illnesses? Uh, did they die before the age of 65? Or it depends on like the insurance mm. provider. And I think that maybe in people's brains, they've become very aware of um, when, when their parents die and it kind of reflects in themselves because obviously a lot of people get this insurance um, for their mortgage. And I think maybe it's just like serious decisions. Like a lot of people aren't married, but are getting mortgages together. And there's probably lots of like serious things going around in their brain. And maybe it just makes them more aware of their morality. I don't really know. Uh, and mortality rather. Well, I think there is a part, partly that. I think definitely the film forms you have to fill in and you go, for, you, the older you get, you, you have to go for tests and they do ask that kind of stuff. But I also wonder as if it's like a, more basic than that and just a more natural instinct that, that as you get older you know when you're 20 you're going to live forever and when you're 45 you think oh shit time is actually running out mm -hmm. and when there's a number to almost aim for the number for me i, I don't know how old my dad was when he died i think he was 60 61 um is that your stomach was that your stomach hero no, not mine. It might be my stomach then, because I've not—I've only been able to eat soft foods today. It's <laughs> true. I had, soup, I had soup and a lolly for my dinner when I came in. You did. Um, the, the, you know, maybe the, the, I don't know. It's, I think it, right. It's your, it's, your, it's, it's your best guess, isn't it? You know, the closest person to you, the person who's most similar to you, perhaps. Yeah. But it does seem to be a preoccupation more with blokes than women, or maybe blokes just say it more than women. Maybe you just—maybe you're—you're um, just an immortal. Well, we kind of know that women go on longer than men. Maybe we've got that in our yeah, heads. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's like a well-known thing, isn't it? People always say, "Oh, women always live longer." Yeah. So maybe we're not quite as caught up on it. Or maybe we don't feel as financially responsible, but that's an old-fashioned idea. You know, nowadays women are paying 50-50 on a mortgage for the most part. Mm, yeah, very true. Yeah. Interesting, though. Thanks very much for giving us a ring, Kira. Are you gonna, you. Are you going to have a watch of the film? Yeah, definitely. All right, well, let us know how you get let on. Let us know if you get to watch it. We've got the director coming on. Listen, and I'm not saying it's going to... I'm not selling this as a cure. Um, no, 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 uh, th 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 there's a code to get it, rent it for half price. I don't get a penny for it. This, I'm just doing this to promote this guy's film so that some people will have seen it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to cure anything or fix anything. All I'm saying is I watched it and when I finished watching it, my back didn't hurt anymore. I sent it to my sister who's a lot more rational than me. She watched it and when she finished it, her back didn't hurt anymore. That's, that's all I got. That's all I've got. I'm very intrigued. I'm definitely going to give it a watch. Let us know. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Kira. Thank you. Bye. It Bye. is fascinating. And I sent it to my sister because she is much more grounded. She can be airy-fairy as I can, but she's much more grounded uh, than me. And I sent her a little WhatsApp saying, is your back still hurting? Because I remember she said, yeah, she she was like going to doctors for ages and was, you know, couldn't walk sometimes. And I said, I'm, I'm going to send you a film. This is going to sound insane. But I watched it. And when I finished it, I watched it over four or five days in yeah. like 20 minute chunks. When I finished it, my back pain had 
95, 90, 95% gone. It's a bit stiff. Uh, but, uh, and I just want you to watch it and just, cause you're, you're reasonable and you'll tell me if I'm talking nonsense. And she watched it and she replied, this is crazy, but my back pain is gone. That is, it's nuts. Yeah, look, it, but imagine if this is, let's play a little mind game for a second. Imagine if this is the answer to a significant number of people who are in pain. Cause you can go to pain clinics. It's not really a lot they can do. They teach you how to manage pain, mm-hmm. and it's with drugs, and it's with mindfulness and all of that, but they can't do anything about it. Imagine if this worked. Okay, devil's advocate. Go on, do it. Um, some people, uh, saying saying someone's had trauma in their childhood is yes. like saying someone's had a tooth out in their childhood, right? Yeah. Everyone's got something. But what I can't discount is the fact that your experience and your sister's experience. Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. If I'd have watched it, and it, I hadn't have had an experience with it. I'd have gone. Well, so this is a cute idea. I can see some kind of reasoning in it. Um, but I, but I, we know that you can get an upset stomach from being upset, from yeah. being scared, being anxious, being nervous, but I, remembering trauma as a kid. When my um, mother-in-law was dying, I lost about two stone without thinking about it because yeah. I was carrying all the tension yeah. and all the stress in my chest. Yeah. And of course, if you feel like you're f- you feel like you're full all the time because you're not quite breathing out yeah. properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds nuts, doesn't it? But that that happened. It was a physical headaches. reaction. People get headaches. I used to get migraines. I've had a migraine for a couple of years now. Touch wood. But um, people get headaches and migraines out of stress and out of anxiety. And, and, and uh, 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 so why shouldn't? I mean, it's odd that it would be back pain, but why shouldn't it? No, it's not that odd actually because it's all connected. Yeah. Why shouldn't it work? And if, if you've had an experience by watching this film. Good, bad, indifferent. I'd love you to phone in tomorrow at 11 o'clock and talk to the director about it yeah. and, and have a conversation about it. All I can do is share what happened to me and my sister. I watched the documentary expecting nothing. At the end of it, my back didn't hurt anymore. And I, and I couldn't walk. Some no. days I would come in and just lie on the floor. Yeah. In agony. Ser- seriously, it was, it was, it was an incredible change. The next day I came in and went, look at me. It's amazing. And no moaning. Which is even well, more incredible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give us a ring, you're more than welcome to. The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the number Can we to ring. Change those um, bumpers. Yeah, tomorrow so when you're doing a proper job. Yeah, I'm doing the. If I'm pressing the buttons, I'm going to get my name on it. Okay, it's only fair. And also, we can talk about the wage difference as well. But we'll do that after the show. It's very Elon Musk's show. girlfriend has cut a bit of her eye off. Why? What bit? To cure depression. You heard of this woman? No. Grimes. Oh, hang on. Grimes says she's undergone experimental Buster surgery. Buster Grimes. Yeah? Buster Grimes. I don't know. That may be her first name. Um, Say it then. Buster Grimes. You're not doing a joke on me, are you? No. Okay. Buster Grimes says she has undergone experimental surgery to eliminate all blue light from her vision. This sounds like a sensible thing to do. By removing the top film of her eyeball and replacing it with an orange layer that she made in a lab. What? The 31-year-old Canadian singer, whose real name is um, Claire Elise Boucher Buster Grimes, and is currently dating eccentric Tesla CEO Elon Musk. See, that's what I think she should cough said the procedure was a means to cure seasonal depression. 
The bizarre claim was one of many in an Instagram post on Monday promoting her new collection, her new collaboration with Adidas, in which the brand asked her, tell us about your training regime. She explained her training is a 360 approach that involves two to four hours a day in a deprivation tank. Jesus Christ. No wonder she's depressed. Which allows me to astroglide to other dimensions, past, present and future. Okay. After taking a battery of supplements to maximise the function of my mitochondria. Right. What's mitochondria? Is that when you, you, it really stings when you wee? Yeah. Okay. After one to two hours of sword fighting. Big pardon? Um, some weight training and a 45 minute inclined hike. Grimes spends 45 minutes stretching to get her brain to a neuroplastic goal between 57.5 and 71.5 APHCs. Okay. Uh, At what point does she like sit on the sofa and drink a cup of tea or something? She added she also fitted her studio with the highest grade of red light so that it's pretty much a 1,000 square foot infrared sauna and she goes there for screaming sessions for 20 to 25 minutes while boiling honey tea. Screaming sessions. She sleeps with a humidifier on. Um, uh, <laughs> if that's true, then this woman is incredible. I want to cut a bit of my eye off. We're going to do it live on the show. She's very busy. You can cut a bit of your eye off if you do all the rest of her regime as well. You've okay, got to Im- imitate it. Good Absolutely. For well, good for her. But she like, sounds fine. She sounds like a forward thinker. She sounds balanced. Hello, Nigel. Hi, guys. All right. Yeah. I've been... Waiting with bated breath. I'm watching Star Trek Five at the moment. Star Trek Five. Now is that the search? Is that search for Spock? No, 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 Diana, don't tell That's me. It. No, this is um, the William Shatner one. God's territory. Was it called God's Territory? No, this is with the probe. You know the probe. Yes. No, I was just wondering that's what the film was called. The whales. Yes. The whales. No, that's Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Yeah. The, yes, with the whales. That so must be four. Then I said. That's four. Well, they go back in time to the eighties. Did they fire Spock off in yeah, that one? Yeah, they went back to. Yeah, went back to. Uh, so New York. San Francisco. San Francisco then. In yeah, the eighties. That's the best of that's the when best. When do they go to Wales? They don't it's go one to of Wales. The best films, isn't it? One of the best films. It's the best it's not only the best Star Trek film, it's the best film of the eighties. I, I like that one uh, out of all of them really. Because you know why? Because of the time travel when they go around the sun. Do you know what the noise is? The noise, they go around the sun in a Klingon spaceship and they bugs yeah. all the computers up. And the noise that reboots the computer is a spectrum mm. loading <laughs> sound. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah. Um, I remember yeah, I like Star it. Trek The Wrath of Khan, where you got the um, thingy oh, yeah. in your ear roll. The Klingon. Yeah. The Klingon. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just walking around at the moment. So it's um, it's the anniversary of going stepping on the moon, isn't it? Apparently. No, it's not. Yeah. If you believe it's that not. happened. It's not. What is it then? Well, anyway. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. Ask it's me what it is, please. July the 6th. Hang on. Uh, Nigel, ask him what it is. July the 16th, sorry. It's the anniversary of the of the takeoff. Oh. But wasn't, isn't it, oh, it, they didn't land on the moon at this time then? Not on the same day, no. It was night time. Uh, anyway. So it's the, Otherwise the moon wouldn't have been there, they'd have landed on the sun. It's the rocket that took them to the moon. It's, it's the, the 50th sun. anniversary of three arrogant, egotistical nobodies yeah. went off into space and they've not stopped wanging on about it since. Shut up already. It's only the uh, moon. Uh, appropriately, appropriately, uh, Ian and Catherine, I'd like to do Fly Me to the Moon. I knew it was a cue for a song. I was just waiting for it to land. Yeah, and after I finish telling you what else I wanted to speak about, have I got a little bit of time as well? 
a little bit, yeah. Give everyone quite a long, long that, time, that don't you? Good. Well, go on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Give us your meeting to eventually. I found a DVD yesterday Uh-oh. from Charlotte Church. Right. So I, I spoke about it before, didn't I? You yeah? did. You did. You were quite yeah, fond of her. Well, I, she sent it ten years ago when I was singing on the Red Dragon, and and, and of course I, I I rang the pub up and spoke to the manager Steve, at the, who's the manager at the, the Robin Hood, and they sent me a lovely. I only watched it last night. I've seen it for about ten years, and it, it, it says hello, nice at the beginning of it, and they and it said hello. Oh, so they're actually talking to me. It's marvelous. I can't believe I've got it. Sounds great. Said, and I found the letter with it. But we it didn't hear it. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found the letter with it, and I mustn't, I mustn't uh, copy it or or, get, or show it to him because of the copyrights. You what? can, you uh, can, you can copy a letter. You can photocopy a letter. If someone's written the actual if, video, I'm the only one who's got that video. You can copy that video and upload it to YouTube if it's, you wanted. It's, it's, it's no, a you gift. mustn't. No, the copy. The letter says that um, I, that because of copyrights. I think you'd be, I think you'd be all right doing that now, Nigel. Oh, now, yeah, but this was ten years ago. Yeah, uh, we're talking about now. I'm not, talking about go, I'm not talking about going off in a Klingon spaceship round the sun, no. firing if back ten years. You post it onto YouTube uh, now, Ian? Yeah. Yes, I do. If they don't yeah. like it, they'll tell you to take it down, but you won't be going to jail. But I won't get, I won't get into trouble. No. No. Because no, I thought I might get better. I had a letter from Stephen Manager as well say, and, and saying that Charlotte was um, glad that I was a, a big fan. You so know, this, this song, Nigel, what, what's, what song yes. are we getting tonight? Oh, fly, fly me to the moon because because of the moon. Away, yeah. away you go. Let's hear it. Okay. Is this the best signal you can hear now? It keeps cu- cutting and going. Oh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. We're in the kitchen now, uh, through the keyhole into the kitchen. <laughs> is that the, the best signal? Yes. Fine now. Yes. Just, just, let's, just, let's just get um, the song I'll out of the way. I'll do it here then. Beautiful. Do it. Jesus. Do it in the fly kitchen. Fly me to the moon and let me play amongst the stars let me see what spring is like on jupiter or mars in other words hold my hand in other words darling kiss me fill my heart with song let me sing forevermore well, did you know this one we're getting Nigel's 12 inch here. <laughs> Let me see what yeah, it is. It feels oh, like I love it. There's no difference in the second chorus. Oh, nice to speak to you, Nigel. We're going to let you go. Oh, I love it. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Lavinia. Let's let's hear him out. What's going on? You've got to be quicker on that fade. Though. I know. Go on, go on, Nigel. Yeah, I was going to take Oh, unfortunately, we're breaking up. We're, we're breaking up. We're breaking. We've broken up. Hello, Lavinia. Oh, hi. Um, hi. Hi. Um, hi, Ian. Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. hi. <laughs> I have to say hi because it helps me for stammering. Right. Oh, what it is, I've actually uh, been listening to you in about your uh, your back pain and everything. Yeah. Oh, don't you go on. Yeah. No. Well, yes and no. <laughs> but what I'd like to say to him is that what you need to do 
this is how I found it with myself because I'm a highly complex person and uh, and uh exactly and you uh what's the word actually sound Dashing. Are very similar to me very similar in so many ways so anyway similar. what I'd like to say uh, 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 you are a highly complex person I know that for a fact okay and your mind's all over the place you know which is brilliant it's alive and it's activated it's irritating uh, but what I will please, say please Catherine let her flatter me <laughs> right uh, yes love uh, what I want to say is that you know all to do with your health and your back pain and all uh, uh, so to do with your well being is uh, uh, I find the biggest old Oak Woman. tree. Oh yeah, that's probably a thousand years old. Uh, the older, the better. Yeah, and hug it. Uh, <laughs> and put your arms around this tree <laughs> and just stand there because I've done this before oh. and it's brilliant. Well, yeah. people looking at me thinking, "What is she doing? Yeah. Like is she hugging it?" She was naked at the time. Exactly, right? Yeah, splinters when the sun don't shine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what you want to do in, though, uh, seriously. Seriously. Because no. it's all uh, to do with nature and it's all to do with the universe. Yeah. Oh. What you need to do is go out and find, uh, 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 one day, the biggest old oak tree and put your arms... Uh, Does it have to be an oak? Tree. Could it be a beech? Could it be a Dutch elm? They're not flat no, enough. No, 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 no. It, it has to be an oak tree. Could it be a <laughs> put your arms around it, Ian. Could it be a shrub? Squeeze it. A if, bush? Can I put my arms you know, around a bush? Making love. You know, if you're making love to a, uh, bush. To a tree, just kiss it. And I'm not kissing put or... Put your face on the tree. Don't rub yourself Get on it. Get the strength. Get the strength actually from the tree. Okay. Yeah. If I and if I make if I make love to it, will we have um saplings? Not in a knot hole. <laughs> you have little acorns. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. We all went for it, and we all have fun with it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and also uh, there's another thing I used to do mm -hmm. many years ago. Tease a twig. Uh, flotation tank, have you heard of that, Ian? You must have. I have. I've never liked the sound of those. They, they, that sends you off into other domains. It sounds like... A water-filled coffin. It sounds like a Buster Grimes thing. I'm not... Yeah, but it's also, uh, the Dead Sea salts and you lie in there... I've floated in the Dead Sea. I've been in the Dead Sea. I took oh, um, a jazz mag in there with me. Oh, every, lovely, every lovely, lovely. It's true. For the, I, I have a 11 o'clock show. And, uh, I cut my foot going in it, because it's just all rocks around it. And you get in and it's stung like buggery because it's just salt going into an open yeah. wound yeah but also uh, you there's just float another way there. as well the thing. you just float i've heard uh, uh what you need to do also ian yes right this is also to do with the universe is go to a park that's got hundreds of trees like woods mainly woods right dogging. yeah i've done this this is great cruising yeah. cruising Walk and dogging through there yeah and hold your arms up if Though you're King Kong, and sort of breathe in and breathe out uh, underneath the trees. Ah, uh, breathing. What do they call that? A green, a green bath? A, a jungle bath. Yeah. Forest bath. Something Forest, like that, yeah. yeah. They do that in Japan, like don't they? Um, yeah, I think yeah. so, actually. They do, actually, yeah. Do you do it? That's, yes, all the time. All the do. time. You know, I go out, you know, up the park, and I put my arms in the air, and I, uh, I thump on my breast, Gosh. and I... Thump on your breasts now while you're talking to us. How's that? Oh, oh gosh, that, that landed very soft. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? That's, um, that sounds delightful. All the little children say, Mummy, she's doing it again. <laughs> she's doing it again. <laughs>
Some, some, some of Nigel there. <laughs> getting, getting through the night. Oh, Lavinia, thank you so much. Lavinia. Yeah, any, anyway, I hope it's going to help Ian. I'm sure thank it you. will. I'll, I'll, make, said, I'll make sure he does all uh, of those things. Actually, uh, my heart... Uh, my heart actually goes out to you, Ian, mm, because you. also uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, 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 you poured your heart out, okay? And also, uh, let me give you uh, a word of advice. Embrace it. Even if your back pain comes, embrace it. I'm Even if it. you get a migraine, embrace what it. I'll tell you what you've got. How it is, don't go against it. Go with it, okay? What, what are we talking about here? We're talking about dicks, are we? Big time, yeah. I'm actually talking about your body. Oh, I thought you were talking about the news that I... Okay, I, no, right. she, I, I don't well, want me to embrace dicks. <laughs> embrace Which I quite like doing. And, all, and also, uh, go with it. Uh, don't be afraid. Thank you, uh, all right? uh, la, and also, la, Lavinia. There's one word I need to say. It's also uh, to do with your mind. Uh, you have an active mind. Yeah. It's also a mind over matter. Yeah. Okay. So embrace it. Whatever comes your way, hug it, embrace it, and fill it with love. Well, well she doesn't mind. Matter. Doesn't matter. Exactly. No, thank you, Lavinia. I appreciate that. You're a good, good soul, and I appreciate God. the wise words. I also appreciate the comp, the comps, because I don't get any here from uh, people that I work with. Comps and feedback. Yeah, don't get any comps. I don't get. Have any you got feedback. any comps or feedback for Ian Lee? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Or any constructive criticism for Catherine? No, I don't really. Um, I think you probably care could for have, that. I think you could benefit from. Hello, it. Giselle. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Hello. Hello. You're not going for the Giselle anymore. You're Giselle. saying it properly. Well, you you made me feel weird about it, and now I it won't. The well, noise won't come let's out. Let's put it to the. Let's put she it doesn't to, like it. Let's put it to the big G. Let's ask the big G herself. The big G. The big G. Le, le grand G. Uh, Giselle, or right, we're going to call her. And we're going to see who she's going to come to. Right, you ready? Three, two, one. Here's come on, Giselle. Giselle. Here's come Giselle. on, Giselle. 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 Oh, you're a good girl. Giselle. Oh, you're a good Giselle. Girl. Come on, my darling. Come on, Giselle. Hi, Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Very Big mistake because my finger's on the fader. Goodbye. Uh, no, bring her back. What? Here's the thing. It was degrading for all three of us that last few minutes, but we did it. Um, and we Let's have to prove it. Pretend it didn't happen. Thank you, Giselle. What can we do for you this evening? Um, just, for, just to backtrack slightly, it's not Big G, it's Little G. That's, that's a nickname. Um, I, w I saw your Facebook post earlier today, Ian, and um, I, I heard that you were saying about there have been less calls recently. I think it's the weather. You think? You you think know, who with the what now? The weather. I think it's to do with the weather. I think people are enjoying the weather, and with the days being longer, people have more stuff to do. So people are knackered, and they just fall asleep earlier. Um, yes, I would go along with that, but I think that the, the decline... I, I would, yeah, the summer always does play a, slight, play a slight part in it, but I think the decline has been happening quite steadily over the last six weeks or so. You disagree, Catherine? Ball? I disagree. I, I don't want to disappear. I don't want to get too meta here. I can so look at the actual good. numbers, and we've had some really busy nights, so... Um, all right, fine. Okay, well, I disagree with your facts. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. I disagree with your stats. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe phone in radio is dead. Uh, definitely not. It's the best type of radio. It is the best type of radio, but we're the only people doing this kind of radio, and if there were more people doing this kind of radio, exactly. I'd feel safer, but no one else is doing this kind of radio. But you don't have any competition. 
Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I think, you you know, you're asking, like, what to, you know, whether to stay on the same track or, you know, remove certain themes and that kind of thing. (laughs) Yes. But it's, um, uh, for me, and I can only talk for myself, but I think it's the validity of the show, the fact that mostly it stays close to the the truth of things and whether that's deep stuff or whether it's light stuff people resonate with what is authentic and what they feel oh yeah there's an authenticity i don't i I don't want to wait too long because some people find this boring but there is an authenticity to it there is an honesty to it Mm. that you don't get in in, i can't think of any other shows where you do get that and um the big Mm. test will be when the next figures come out um, whenever June, July, maybe they come out next month. Actually, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And if it's uh, if it's not as good as you hope, then it's a rubbish system anyway. That it is a rubbish system, Giselle. Thank you, and I always appreciate your feedback and your uh, input. So thank you very much indeed. She's gone. Oh, you know, um, ranting the ranting man in the bagel store. Oh, the tiny guy who who was um, got 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 unlucky on dating sites. Have you heard about this, Sam? I don't know where it came from the um, rant, but he went off on one in big style. It's quite sweary, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've got I've got Sam. If you put your finger near the dump, I think I've got a bleeped version. Um. Everywhere I go, I get the same. Smirk with the biting lip. A customer. Right, so this is the guy, he's in a bagel store and he, he starts going off and having a go at women um, and there are men in there who are saying, you know, calm down, buddy, calm down. And he's like, you're not my go- dad, you're not God, you're not my boss, I'm not going to calm down. And in the end, someone jumps on him. Have you seen this video? It went viral it this week. Well, apparently... He is um, now um, thrilled to bits because his uh, YouTube channel, yes, this guy has a YouTube channel. Ah, hang on a minute, suddenly it all becomes clear. Oh. Has attracted loads more viewers. Oh, okay, so it's a fake? Yeah. Oh. Well, he's doing it for a reason. Well, and good I don't for think him. Necessarily right. I'm, I'm wearing an Andy Kaufman t-shirt today, so good for him. And he also reckons he's getting loads of d- uh, day offers. Yeah. Um, but uh, the store involved, Bagel Boss, um, have done a... A special to anyone who comes in and mentions the, the video to them, they're giving away um, mini bagels. Oh, this is brilliant. So Every, everyone's everybody's happy. That's the way it should be. So, yeah, that happened. That guy, that guy had a lot of rage. A lot of rage. I know. I I, th- I, I, I share that rage at this precise second in Do time. Do you? My mouth is bleeding again. No. Yeah. Don't, you don't want to look. I do. Okay. Hello, Dom. Hello, Catherine. You're right. Yeah, let's have a chat while Ian bleeds out. You're terrible at hitting the ads, aren't you? But okay. Well, can you can you can you just tell Ian that from experience, I can advise him that if you go and shag an oak tree, you get locked up for it. I can hear you. I can hear him. I I just can't speak properly, but I can hear him. Speaking really well. I want to speak to the organ. I want to speak to the organ grinder, not the monkey. Okay. Well, what would you like to say, Dom? Have you noticed when, when he remembers he's got a, a poorly voice that he sounds a little bit between like Danny from Woodnell and I? You you and I both noticed this and. I just think it's, I think it's the power of radio. Doctor, the red light, um, when that goes on. Doctor Showbiz. Doctor Showbiz yeah. kicks in. 
here's the thing. It comes and goes. The pain comes oh, and goes. Oh, there it is, yeah. The, no, the pain comes and goes. That's not uncommon with anyone who's had a wisdom tooth extraction. Sorry? That's a technical term for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It shows that the NHS is great, that we can, that I can come with a radio show with those shows, but like that, broken. But also, if I talk to you, I should breathe. And that's fine. Yeah. If I don't, I mean, I don't want to pay. So I have to come right. in and that's what I'm here for. You, so you getting know. any of this, Dom? Because I'm getting every, well, one in every five. Yeah, he's, got, he's gone past, like, Danny from Withdown and I. He's, he's, he's stepped past Harold Steptoe, and he's up to, like, stuck to the Stallone in Rocky now. Oh, I'm glad to play him. All right, OK, that's enough of that. Thank you oh, very much, both of you. 0344-499-1000, you're listening to Talk Radio. Here are some adverts. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech Radio with a difference. Talk Radio. OK, so it's me in charge of the faders tonight, which means that um, I should be in charge. Here but go. But Ian's given me a list just, of just, things to discuss. Please. So, can you solve these riddles? Tricky multiple choice questions promise to leave you scratching your head. Well, the f- I just did the first two, and I did it really quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, play uh, uh, a tricky new quiz will put your ability to solve a series of seemingly simple riddles to the test. Go on. Players are asked to answer ten questions, which all reportedly featured in IQ quizzes. The quiz shared on PlayBuzz is so challenging that the creator claims most people can't correctly answer half of the questions. Well, I answered the first two straight away. That's and I stopped. So, how many can you get right without cheating? Right. So, I'm going to read this twice, and I'll give you the options. Mm-hmm. Swap one letter from each of the words "right" and "blight" to make two related words. Swap one letter from each of the words right and blight to make two related words. Your options are tight and flight, fight and bright, light and bright, light and flight. It's easy. Go again. Swap one letter from each of the words right and blight. Yeah. To make Write it down if it's easy for you. To make two related words. Your options are tight and flight, mm-hmm. fight and bright, yeah. light and bright, light and flight. Fight and bright. Incorrect. Why? Well, where are you getting the F from? Don't know. If you're not going to do it... I haven't got a piece of paper or a pen. You, you, you're supposed to be the host, the, the well, co- and deputy yet, host and of yet the show. And yet you just shushed me and told me I had to do this. You're the deputy host of the show. Mate. You should have these. I've got a pen. Oh, thanks, Sam. Bumble Midnight. Thank you. We're going to hack your Tinder. Yeah. I'm already downloading it. I'm cracked and ready. All right. He's already downloaded. Yeah, about six months ago, you dirty get. (laughs) Right. Right. So, number two. Yeah. Michael, so that was a fail for you and a pass for me. Whatevs. Michael was 13 years old in 1980. And, in fact, let's just do, I'm going to give you the options. Michael was 13 years old in 1980 yeah. and 8 years old in 1985. How is that possible? It's a great one. 13 Sam, years open, old open in your mic up, Sam. Come on, boy. 13 years old in 1980 and 8 years old in 1985. How is that, how is that, how is that possible? Mm. Ooh, I got this one straight away. You've got to think outside the box. No, don't, here's the thing. Don't give it 20 seconds of serious thinking. Then when you realise you're not as bright as me, go do it. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Sam? No, I'm clueless. And? Dumb. Doesn't care. 
Um, do people still say that horrible phrase, young, dumb and full of... <laughs> that was in a film, wasn't it? I don't know. Is that about men or about women? Uh, men. And I think it was in Top Gun, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. My uncle said that to me about two weeks ago. <laughs> or was it... Was it in Point Break or was it in Top Gun? Is it one of those... It's in your diary. <laughs> the dates are in BC. Yeah. No. No. No, I, I demand a bigger reaction. Right. Well, that's not true. 19... That would, that would make Jesus... Jesus is just dead. Jesus isn't part of this. BC is. <laughs> you get it, don't you, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want yeah, to explain, explain to this dick over I, here? I get it, but it's, you know, it's silly. Well, it's not silly. It's totally silly. I just think it's silly because you didn't get the answer. It's 1980 BC, he's 13, and then in, 1980, in 1985 BC, he's 5, right. and then 5 years later in 1980 BC, oh, he's right, 13 okay. years old, so you didn't get it no, when you just said it. No, but then it would have to be, no, 1985 would have to be AD. No, it's BC. Otherwise it wouldn't. It's BC. <laughs> is it just whoever sits in that chair is dumb? <laughs> it would appear so. Okay. Oh. This is James Wells' chair. A shepherd has 86 goats. Well, he shouldn't. He should be a goat herd then. All but six die. Mm. How many are left? Is it 80? Six. It... Do you shout sex? He's horny. Young, dumb and full of... <laughs> what do you think the answer is? What has Sam said? Right, but what do you think the answer is? I don't know why a shepherd's looking after goats. A shepherd has 86 goats. All but six die. How many are left? All but six die. Six. But he should be a goat herd. I don't understand this one. Our product? Well, sometimes shepherds do goats on the side. I suppose that's farming today, isn't it? Our product? And our... I don't understand this. I don't understand mathematical terminology. All right, yeah, product what? Our product and our sum always give the same answer. Mm -hmm. Who are we? And here are the, here are the options. Zero... One, two, ten, twenty, thirty, four, five, six, one, two, three. What's the product? Product is times. Oh, it's zero, one, two then. Mm. I'm guessing. Let me just read the answer. Uh, nope. Incorrect. It's one, two, three. I didn't understand that. It was a stupid one. Ah. Uh, I don't like these riddles. It feels a lot like an exam. I am part of your body. You can hold me in your left hand, but not in your right hand. What am I? Th this is wrong. The answers are wrong. It's not Catherine. I am part of your body. You can hold me in your left hand, but not in your right hand. What am I? The options here, obviously the answer is your right hand. No, the answer should be your right elbow. Because I can hold my right hand. I'm holding my right hand with my right hand. Now, you can hold it with your left hand too. Yeah. I mean... Okay, let's move on. What? It explained that in the question. This is silly. If Tom's father is Tony, then Tony is the what of Tom's father? Name. <laughs> If Tom's father is Tony, then Tony 
is the... Oh, you're right, it is the name. <laughs> okay. I am a seven-letter word. I become longer when my third letter is removed. Who am I? Uh, I become longer when my third letter is removed. Oh, oh, okay. This boy's got it. Hang on. Seven-letter word. Lounger. Thank you very much indeed. I start with T, end with T, <laughs> and I have T in me. Who am I? Teapot. Uh, these are rubbish now. These are just like written by my kids. What falls but never breaks? Uh, it's nightfall. Night. Last one. When I get multiplied by any number, the sum of the figures in the product is always me. What am I? <laughs> is that true? What? Yeah, this is true. This is amazing. Go on. When I get multiplied by any number... The sum of the figures in the product is always me. What am I? I didn't know this. This is incredible. Hmm. Nine. Yeah. Nine times two, Sam? Eighteen. One plus nine? Yeah. Nine times three, Catherine? Nine times three is... Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Two and seven. Yeah. Eight, nine. Nine... Times nine is eighty-one. Uh -huh. eh? Isn't that clever? Well, that was a bit of fun there. That was a fun. lot of fun. It would have been fun if if she'd taken part in it. Thank you, Sam, for um, I mean. playing. I appreciate that. Shut up. Here's Alistair. Help. How's it going? Oh, it's it's hanging <laughs> fine. Excuse me. Can I just uh, say to her, I'm, I'm sorry that you've had the, the thing with the tooth, because it's terrible. I know that. Hey, thank you, brother. Thank you. At last, I'm getting re respect. It is terrible. Yeah. I'm going to be quiet for a bit now. I'll let you talk no, to Catherine. No, he's not. He's not going to be quiet at all. You all right, Alistair? What's anyway, going on? Yeah, I've had a great day today, guys. Um, because, um, well, in the meeting last night, we talked about humility. And I didn't understand quite a lot of that particular section. I don't know, Ian probably knows what I'm talking about, but I looked it up on Wikipedia this morning, and then I got it. So, um, I've been very busy, and I've been uh, around the village talking to some of my friends and make them laugh and everything. And I felt so good that I did something outrageous. Uh-oh. You didn't knock one out in the high street, did you? Did you have it off with a tree? That would have sent me to prison straight away. True. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a suspended sentence. Anyway, um, what happened was um, I, I planned a trip, and um, because I wouldn't have been able to plan anything about six months ago. Acid trip into his No, mind. he's not doing an acid trip. Where are you going, Alistair? Are you going away with Caddick? Because I hear he's going on holiday in <laughs> April. Oh yeah, we're no. supposed to phone tonight's phoning is where does, should we send Alistair? There's no Caddick point in saying because he won't be listening now. Oh yeah, that's true. No, I wanted to keep it so as I can't. I have to tell you, I'm going to Bath Monday. Because oh, so you had the shower yesterday. Yes. Yeah. But I am going to bath. To your show. Hey! Hey, that's exciting. It is. I'm really looking forward to it now. And uh, I wondered if I might introduce myself after the show. Of you course. may introduce yourself. Catherine is looking for suitors. I am not. Uh, make sure you have a shower <laughs> that day, please. I would suggest that. Of course you can. We always, at the shows, we always... Um, pick, stick around and have pictures. Stick around about half an hour after the show. Stick around for pictures, shake hands. It's always nice to put 
I speak to people who've never called in or people I recognise from Twitter or like you, Alistair, regular callers. That'll be lovely. Excellent. And uh, one last thing to say. Kath, I saw that uh, video of, of you doing a, an impersonation of a particular caller. Oh, yes. Which was, I was laughing so much about it. That was brilliant. Can I just say, uh, an idea maybe to put in the show a little bit more regularly, some more impersonations, Kath, you are brilliant. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you very here much. Here I am brilliant. Go. You're right. Here we go. Okay, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for your call. Goodbye. Thank I'm going to do the impression of someone who's not brilliant for the next hour. How about that? Thank you. Goodbye. 03444991000 if you want to give me a ring with some uh, comps and feedback. That's always acceptable. Um, what were you going to say about manspreading? Or do you want to uh, spread it over the news? Don't, don't, I, I'm not, I'm not filling for you. You do this to me. So, Kath, what do you got? No, I don't do it yeah, with do. one minute and 30 you seconds. Do. You do. And then I, you go, oh, you're terrible with timings. I don't do, I, I do it with about five do. minutes too. How's your voice? Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you can shut up. We're going to be delving into your Tinder soon. Will we be able to see the people that you've, um, looked at or no? If I use the same login, yeah. Oh. But, cause it, I, I don't think I, I'm gonna be able to, I'm gonna have to use a new one because if you use, if you, if I use my normal one, you have to use your Facebook. And so it will be on, under my name. So oh. you can't, you can't do it as the show. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll work something out. We're gonna do that after midnight, but we've got time to talk to you if you want to give us a ring. 03444991000. You're listening to Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle and, uh, you are, um, not talking because he's had his tooth out. But the voice comes and goes. It's amazing. It's like a walking medical miracle. In fact, if the judges or the panel, I believe, for the um, Pride of Britain are listening, here's your man. Borderman, this is the one you're going to be shaking hands with in however many months' time when they do the Pride of Britain. Anyway, there you go. So that's happening tonight. What are you playing? Streets of Rage. Why? Because you're getting on my nerves. Are you going to be alright to manage the next hour of the show? Or are you going to be doing this? I'm going to be doing this. Are you? Yeah, you're getting on my nose. I've got a magazine here, I might have a reader. In my head. It's a new chat, it's fake. See, it's in the front cover. Dark forces wanted me gone from my island retreat. I bring witches back from the brink of death thanks to charity shop Treasure. And Porn Star by Day, Ghost Hunter by Night. More coming up on the Late Night Alternatives after these messages. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Well, that don't work. What went wrong this time? It's fine. I don't know. Is it still playing? To, it's not playing then, though. No, it's not playing to Come here. Come here, matey. Um, trying to um, play Dolly Parton. You won't let me. Um, are you... That'll be why. You do, mate. Oh, man. Rewind it. da la 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 talk radio.
Yeah, you get the idea with that. That's Dolly Parton doing the I Five Young Cannibals. I didn't like that. No, well. I didn't like, I didn't like, uh, I, I don't think I like old Dolly. I saw one of the most disappointing concerts I went to actually was Dolly Parton. Did she mind? Yeah, a lot of it was mind. I just... Um, and I just... I, it's not even like she does a dance routine. There's no, no excuse really, is there? it was... I like Dolly, but there was, um... I think we're going to find out a lot about her when she dies. Yeah, like the fact she's tattooed. Well, this is what you keep saying. Yeah. Go on, tell the, the ladles and jelly spoons. You look it up. There's plenty of YouTube footage. Of her tattoos? Mm-hmm. If you Google it, Dolly Parton's secret tattoos, right? If you notice, she always wears long sleeves and uh and generally quite a, a high neck these days because apparently and jennifer saunders says she's seen him because dolly parton flashed him to her right. she's got like a little heart in between her boobs yeah. and if you there is stuff online where you can see through kind of semi-transparent sleeves that she's got um a sleeve a sleeve of tats i think mm. yeah she's a very interesting person in the fact that you think you know her, but actually it's a very carefully controlled and crafted image she's got there I'm not just talking about the work she started on her face. Um, university student fed up with men infringing on her pu- uh, excuse me, her public space wins National Design Award for creating chair that restricts how they sit down. A university student has won a national award for designing a chair that stops men from man-spreading. What? Layla Laurel, 23, created the piece of furniture to stop men from widening their legs and encroaching on other people's leg, other people's horses. So it's like a sort of triangle, and the man has to sit with his legs together, and there's like a sort of frame around it. But the woman's chair, there's like a, a block between her by her fanny, so she can keep her legs open. Well, okay. Well, why does anyone need to keep their legs that wide? Um, I, because our genitals um, are out of our body and yours are in your yeah, body. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't feel the need. I don't feel the need to. Yeah, but I men spread this is myself. Man, this is why man spread, right? Our bollocks are outside. Yeah. Right? If I close my legs up tight... Ooh, yeah, geez. but no one's balls are that big. Although we did... The other day. Oh, I've heard Dylan. tell. This is I a charming story, toilet. everyone. Get ready for a testicle-based a story. Bob, Bob Dylan, I went to the toilet and I walked... There's like these sort of portaloo... Port, you know, the, the sort of portable urinals. And I went in and I would never normally look at another man's genitalia in the public toilets. I wouldn't. But I walked in, there was a big lad, right, big man there, and he had his old fella, his meat and his two veg out. Which is apparently unusual. You don't get your testicles out when you're going for a jimmy. My mouth is full of blood, sorry, this is rather unpleasant. He had the biggest bollocks (laughs) I have ever seen in my life. They were the size of oranges. Wow. They were immense. To the point where I just caught a glimpse of them. <laughs> it sounds like that not normal. <laughs> I caught a glimpse of them as I went to the urinal, and I'm looking straight ahead thinking, my God, did I actually see that? Did I, 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 uh, my peripheral vision is great, so I could see that he was kind of looking, might... he was at the end, he was looking this way a bit. Then as soon as I saw him look forward, I just turned and looked at his nutsack. It was like, oh, Jesus, but whoa. Do you think he had some sort of condition, like elephantitis of the nuts? Well, we'd have to speak to Martin Kellner about that, but the... <laughs> I just think it was, I've never seen anything like it. It was like, it was like two fists. Wow. So, yeah, manspreading is a thing because our genitals are out, uh, are external. Yeah. So we can't sit with our legs closed because it, it, it's no. painful. It's but, actually damaging. But, it will actually stop the human race. 
Yeah, but um, some men do take up more room than they need to, well, don't they? this fella probably does. We don't know what's going on inside their pants. Well, you do. So just let them get, well, I know, this guy. Turns out. Was that, hang on, sorry, was that, sorry, was that homophobia there? No. Was that biphobia? No. It sounded like it. No. I don't, no we don't know what's going on in the pants. You do. But what, because I'm bisexual? No, because you that were looking. That is an outrageous slur. You apologise for that, otherwise you're going to get dumb, mate. I'm not apologising. You said it on air that you were looking at a stranger's you're gonna massive get dumb. nads. You're going to get dumb. Because I can do you now. Because I'm a minority. I'm a minority. And I'm doing you. Just because you buy doesn't mean you can do me. Hello, Sloop John B. Let's see what you did there. Howdy, Ian. Howdy, Kath. Yo, uh, yo, yo. I'm in, a, I'm, I'm in a weird space tonight. I, uh, a dog I look after. I had to have it put down this morning. I don't want to be a vampire, but it's, uh, it's put me into a weird old space. I've been thinking about the future a lot, you know? Sorry to hear um, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is a bit of a gut punch because it's a friend's dog and I look after it quite a lot. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he was taken ill last night and had to be put down last night. It's, it's sometimes I don't know if I feel silly being sort of upset about the, an animal, but it really does hit you, you know? But, um, it, I wanted to ask you to a question about something, right? If it's, it's a quiz mind... question, Catherine will treat it with disdain <laughs> and raise her eyebrows and then, like, pretend she's not interested when she can't get it. And then get more right it, it could be right, but you know, these things, they, you, they make you think about life a little bit as you're kind of dealing with it and stuff. In a couple of years' time, the business I work for, it gives me six months off paid, right? What? And I've been thinking, yeah, I've probably given away who I work for, um, because no. we're, we're quite unique, we're a supermarket chain, which we're part of a, uh, another John business. Lewis, but John Lewis indeed. pays a partner. Yes, I am indeed, yeah. You get, how so, long do you have to work to get six months off paid? 20, 25 years. Flipping it. I love it. I love it. So I was with them since I was 16. So, and you know, so I get that. But I just thought to myself today, I thought, right, cheer up. But what are you going to do with six months off? And I was going to put it to you two. What would you do with six months just off? Just get pay? wasted. Totally trashed. <laughs> and then like Catherine? the day before I have to go back, then I'll do my homework. You do all your homework Catherine then, would, yeah? Would, would spend the time doing our homework. <laughs> <laughs> six months off, what would I do? Paid. Hey, that's the key. Traveling, or would you? I mean, what what do you do with that time off? I would sleep. I would, uh, well, God, I'd, I'd eat well. I'd go to New York for a, for a couple of weeks with nothing planned and just hang out. And um, six months is a long time. It's a lot of episodes of Come Dine with Me couples. It is, but it, but I think it can go quickly. That's the thing. And there's a few of my colleagues who have done it and they come back and just go, oh, it just kind of flew by and I now bet. it's over. I'm fine yourself, the, the only thing I can equate it to, last time I had six months off, I, I had, uh, I gave birth to a person. So, um, that was quite, that was quite, that hurt quite a bit and, um, it wasn't all fun and games. But, uh, I don't know, six months is a long time. I don't know whether I could be off for six months. I, I struggled relaxing for two weeks. Yeah, well, that's our friend of mine, Joe. He said you should go and be an intern for Def Jam because I love rap music so much. But I thought there's nothing worse than probably a 42-year-old man, that, you know, dressing like a 16-year-old at a hip-hop label working for free. So, you know. But maybe maybe I might, might, might go out and, and join the WWE. What do you reckon, Ian? I been, uh, getting think... In, involved in all that. I think you should go on holiday with Alan Caddick. Yeah. Do you know what? That would be an awesome way to spend uh, a, a six months. Me and Caddick... But then who would phone up the show? Well, I everyone think else. Coach, I think, <laughs> I 
think we <laughs> cope without Kazakh's calls. I've yeah. just got a feeling. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Now, so I haven't meant to be a vampire or anything, but I just want to call up so being quite reflective, you know. And you were mentioning earlier about trying to get new callers and things like that. Um, do you know what I was going to say on that very quickly? Do you not think sometimes there's people have a kind of perception that it's like a, a, a calling up can be quite a difficult thing? I think sometimes it's about maybe get like I was even thinking about maybe making a video at some point. I don't know because a lot of people have asked me about calling up radio, and I, to me it doesn't seem that strange. But maybe to other people it is, you know. Well, you yeah, know, some people find it a difficult thing to do. It's not a normal thing. I don't like phoning up radio shows. I think it takes a special kind of person to either have the confidence in what they're about to say that they want to yeah. throw it open to you know the the public or, or to have the confidence in themselves that they can go on kind of unprepared and just roll with it which is what you sort of have to do with this show mm. so yeah. i think it is an unusual thing to ring rather than an unusual thing to be worried about ringing do, do you think some people get off on the buzz of doing it yeah definitely like because like, like, i don't know if i fall into that category i mean I'm, I'm a huge fan of the show and that's why i like calling up but i think there's part of me that goes is it the buzz of doing it and then you've done it or is it the fact that you want to contribute to the show? Or I mean, I know some people are lonely as well, but it's mind-boggling stuff, you know. Mm. I don't. Here's the thing: I don't know why people phone in, and, and that Dave is now suggesting, "What would you do with six months off?" That's a great phoning topic. Here's the thing, Dave: It don't work like that here. People don't ring in for phoning. We can topics. do it. Let's do it. Let's put it out there. What would you do with six months off? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It doesn't work like that, and that's why when I wrote this thing today, I, was, I specifically said, "Don't give us topics because the topics don't work in this format," and that's probably our fault. But We'll put it out there. If people want to phone in with it, you watch, you watch Dave. Nobody's going to phone in with what would you do with six months off. I guarantee also, it. I have found another that show, by the way, that's similar to the late night alternative. I was going to give you a heads up. Bob. Oh, yeah, go on. It's called Rude Jude. Does that ring any bells? No. Eminem has a station called Shade 4-5, and I stumbled across I it. I bet it's full of drugs, references, and swearing, and guns. Well, most of the station is, but he peppers programs in which are basically nothing to do with that. And he has this show, Rude Dude, and it's sort of like these sort of, I don't want to, I don't want to say odd people, but yeah, there's, there's, he has his own sort of Alan Caddicks and Nigels that call up and they sort of talk about all sorts of stuff. And I sort of thought I'd better let Ian know about that at some point, you know? You were talking about America, weren't you? Hang on a minute, let's find out. Rude Jude. Rude Jude? Yeah. But like what I was going to say about Dave's tweet is it's interesting that you said, oh, that was a great phone-in topic, but you haven't given us your answer, so it can't be that good. Do you exactly. Know what I mean? You've got to, if you think it's a great phone-in topic, think I, about what he you looks would say. Quite, Rude Jude looks quite sweary to me. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, he is, you, you, you need to air with caution about playing anything, but I was going to say, you were talking about going to America yeah. or, or maybe doing something over there, and I'm not sure if that would be, just that they have something like that. It's so a big place, like, though. I think there's room for more than one. Well, I yeah, wanna, you never know. I want to go to America for six months and, and try and work over there. That's what I want to do. That's where the position I'm do you in know my what, life now. Do you know what I really need to do? A poo? No. If I had six months off, I need to sort my house out. It's just, it's got to that stage now where it's a mess. I need to sort out, like, the bedrooms. My daughter, my eldest daughter needs to move into her own room, but we've got a room full of old toys and all that stuff. Life oh, admin needs doing. Yeah. Stuff I put, I'll put off to the weekend and then you think, now the weekend's too precious to do yeah. that. Yeah. Do it. So clear no, that's the, why I'm not taking six months. Room. Off. Give her her own room. I've got to. It's going to be done this year. It's Do it this week. Do it this week. Do it. You don't understand. There's so much stuff in there. Get a skip. I'm going to have to. Get a skip. But I also have a problem throwing out toys with faces. Get a skip. They look at me. Burn them. No. Burn Teddy. God. Are the girls okay with getting rid of them? Uh, 
no, here's the thing. When they see them, they want them again. Yeah. Well, then they have to, you do it, you do it when they're at school. Yeah. And you go, you go, now, this is exciting. You've got your own rooms, girls. Brilliant. Excitement. Love, love, love. And then. The thing is, we need an extension as well on that room. Oh, well, in that case, you're screwed. Oh, three, four. Let's four, leave it for another time. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. This is Tour Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you on Talk Radio. Maybe an old fella, but but they're military. We just watched the clip. It's a great clip. Buzz Aldrin punches moon landing denier in the face. And also, the guy was in his face. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit taller than him and shout barking. You want to read a great book? Now he's written a few, and I just looked. I don't know what the the first one was, but the first Buzz Aldrin autobiography is incredible. Because after the moon landing, I don't know how the others cope with it. Um. But he certainly got, he got depressed. He got mm. full on depression. And after he did like a few more missions, I don't know if he did any more space missions. If he did, he didn't do many. But, but after the moon landing, they kind of moved on to the next troop of astronauts. And Neil Armstrong got all the attention. Michael Collins obviously got less attention. And Buzz Aldrin was kind of like this nowhere man. And, um, NASA, I think, fired him eventually. They wouldn't, he wanted to get involved with some of the space missions in the 70s as like an advice. Even if they wouldn't send him up, he, he wanted to go in as an advisor and they said, we don't need you. Wow. And, um, he ended up out of work. He became an alcoholic. Um, he ended up, he ended up for about a, a month as a car salesman. And he wanted to do it just because he wanted to work. He's like that American, or just the, the ethic of just, I, I want to work, I want to earn money for my family. Yeah. So he went and got a job as a car salesman. And then he found out he wasn't really there to sell cars. He was there so they could say, and by the way, have you met Buzz Aldrin? He, he was the second man to walk on the moon. And he was like, he was humiliated. Yeah, because the whole point was that that had caused his demise. I mean, yeah. wh where else do you go once yeah. you've done that? Uh, and so, and, and he became a massive boozer and then he turned his life around and he, he finally found purpose in his life again. It's a great book. If, if someone, I don't know what the first, he's written a few and I don't know what the first Buzz Aldrin autobiography is because it's just, it's such a great read. I heard somewhere he changed his name to Buzz by Deed Poll in the end, didn't he? Because his Buzz was just a nickname. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And he was thinking for a while about, also adopting Lightyear. Oh. But I don't know whether he did it. He should have changed his name to Neil Armstrong. <laughs> that would have been nuts, wouldn't it? That would have been nuts. I, I will try and find the... Uh, let me find the first book while you take a call. All right. Go on. Hiya, Mark. Hey, Kath. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. What you got for us tonight? I would uh, spend my six months paid and I would travel the Caribbean. I'd start down in Venezuela and I'd go all the way up on a boat, all the way through the Caribbean. On your own, or would you take someone else? No, well, I'd take my partner. Uh-huh. That's what I'd do. I think uh, the Caribbean's lovely. You've been, so where, you've been before? Yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I've been to the Bahamas a lot, and I'd go all through the little islands. I think there's such a different, vast array of different types of islands, and uh, I'd go to Cuba as well, and yeah, that's what I'd do. God, imagine the post-holiday blues when you get back from that, though. I know. No. But yeah, I'd do it. If it was paid, well, John yeah. Lewis. John, it turns out we all got it wrong 25 years ago. We should have been getting jobs with John Lewis. I know. I haven't tuned in for a while, and it's nice to be back listening to you. Well, thanks very much, Mark. It's nice to hear your voice. No worries. See Take you care. Soon. Thanks Bye. for ringing. 0344 Oh, that's too much holiday for me. That's six months. Oh, I'd, I'd love it. I don't want to, I don't want to work ever again. I don't want to work. I'm dumb. Um, is it? 
I think it is Magnificent Desolation, the long journey home from the moon. 2009 book concentrates mainly on the period after his return from space and illuminates many of the difficulties he had in coping with his instant worldwide fame following the achievement. He writes candidly about depression, the breakup of his marriage, the isolation and loss of a sense of purpose after leaving NASA and a, uh, a decade of struggle to overcome alcoholism. God, yeah. Magnificent desolation. I bet it'd be, no, Amazon will have it as a fortune. Imagine, so you, you come back a national, no, international hero and then within six months you find yourself being completely forgotten about. Yeah. Also, where do you take it from there? They won't let you carry on. You've done your bit as far as they're concerned. They're not interested in your opinion. You're just a body on the flight. God. Hard. Harsh. Hard. It's, um... And they wouldn't have had kind of psychological support back then. Oh, look, it's 12 quid. I'm going to get it. I'm getting it. That's some, it's some, but I read it years ago. It's some, but... Uh, right. Some, but... Sam, come in, because no, uh, we have business get to attend to. Get a chair in. Oh, see, I've, crossed, I've, I've put my legs too close together, and now I've, I've made go. myself uncomfortable. Mr. Oranges. Mr. Oranges. <clears throat> so, let's, let's let the boy so, come in. So this is the cunning plan. And Sam, don't be uh, abusing this now, because you're going to be the one in power. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to be meshing people 24-7. <laughs> don't, because <laughs> you are now representing us. Right, no, I promise I'll be good. So, right. when I was in Australia... Um, um, he's doing the jungle. I read a lot of the boring papers out there, boring Australian papers. And one of the local papers had a story about a, a, um, a, a councillor or a politician or something who's up for re-election. And so she put an ad in on Tinder saying, I want you, I want you to vote for me. I want you to vote for me. And I thought, well, maybe we could do that for the show. So... Can we, would that, I've never been on yeah. Tinder. Yeah. How, so tell me how Tinder works, Sam. So, um, once you set up your profile, you can just, you get, um, pictures and profiles of everyone of the genders you choose you're yeah. interested in. Yeah. Um, and that's basically it. You swipe if you want to be able to chat to them or. Okay. And so will we get, if people are hot for us, will we get notification? Will we get emails saying, um, uh, Dana and Steve liked you and would like want to. Yeah. To yeah. The other thing you can also do if you just put all the details on the profile in general, there might just be some people that could come off that, but just decide not to match with you. But they could, they could phone us but, up. Yeah. Right, here we go. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Are you allowed to put your phone number on there? Um, I. Don't think you yeah, are. Think, yeah. Mm. How do you know, Kath? No, just no, I think you can. Yeah, you can put whatever you want. It's very safe. All right, fair enough. You can put whatever you want. Here right. we go. So what we're going to do? What I think we need to do is um, we're going to have a picture of me and Catherine, <laughs> and it's going to say we want you to uh, listen to our radio show weeknights from ten DAB app. We can have that as the main picture because you can you can have like five or six on there. This is great. Okay. Set up a profile. What do we call, can what can we call ourselves on there? Um, this is the thing because I know that one of them you make an account via Facebook. Obviously, not going to do that because it'll just link to a unless you make a Facebook account for it. Maybe okay. or just, I'll try with the phone number. Um, but then people will phone us. At, well, okay, but, but people will phone this number at the show. Well, I don't, I don't know if this is the number. I don't think it attaches the number to. I think it's just so they can. Okay, I, I don't know. All right. All right. Well, yeah, just to receive confirmation. Um, so I guess I'll put mine. We need a romantic, stroke horny prize 
for the first people to phone up our show as a direct result. What about a couple of oranges? Of seeing the oranges. You're obsessed with that, that man's testicles. Well, you're the ones that described them. They were huge. Great detail. After spying on him, I've never a seen anything like it. By the way, you can still call in, dear listener. Yeah, 0344 We'll take calls straight to air for this bit. Don't yeah. swear, don't be libelous. That's the only rule. You know, you know that, guys. You know that. Okay, allow location. Sam's got the technique of, of doing stuff and describing it as he's doing it down to a T. <laughs> Sorry, it's just this getting, I'm getting all the random mumbo jumbo. Oh, hang on. Yeah, this is linked with my previous one. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. Can you log out? Um. What about if we use, log out and use Kath's email, Kath's work email? My God. Would that work? I don't know. Um. Is it based, is it based on an email system? Possibly, yeah, because account settings, let's try. Right, log out. If I can. What did he say? Log out. I've got a bad feeling about this. Right. I'm logging out. I've got a great feeling about this. This is going to be the thing that gets okay. us the callers that we finally create new account. Deserve. Hang on, someone's on the phone. <laughs> Hello, you're live on Talk Radio. Who's that? Boom. Two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three. Quick maths. Everyday man's on the block. Smoke trees. See your girl in the park. That girl is the uckers. When the thing went quack quack quack. You man were ducking. Okay, okay we we'll go. leave it there. Thank you very much indeed, caller. <laughs> so okay, we might not be able to do it on my phone. Because it's locked every into single, your horny yeah, mode. Every single time I... You can't log out. Because it, it, it just says, yeah, I create... Unless I might be able to put... See if I can put someone else's number in there. Um... Because, yeah, everything, it, I'm just saying create a new account. This, it, everyone, put, this is the thing. Everyone teases people for going on, oh, it's so easy these days. Well, we've proven it's actually very, very difficult. So everyone on there is a genius. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to even get on Tinder. Right. So let's, why don't you shove your number in there? Do I put my <laughs> number in here? Cat's <laughs> I mean, no. number. Cat's number. Cat doesn't trust They're me. They're going to ring Chicken. me. They don't ring no, me. No, it's just that it, it will literally send you a text straight away with a confirmation code, which you have to put in just to prove that it's you on that device. Here we go. This is it. We're working. We're working. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, guys, if you uh, want to call in straight to air, if you've got any experiences with Tinder, I'd love to hear them, good or bad. Um, and also, what would you do with six months paid holiday? That's just insane. I mean, fair play. It took twenty five years to get there. Right. Verifying your code. Done. Taking you back to Tinder. My yes. God. My first name is. Is anyone else, oh, getting, okay, a, so is anyone else getting a boner? I am. Okay. Um, the first name is... Uh, TLNA. Uh, what can we... Can we... The Late... Night Alternative is surname. Yeah. yeah. The Late... Uh, the Late... Night. As, as one word. No. Can you do... You, no, do spaces. You, you type it. Bloody... Well, I'll only get it wrong and then it'll be on there forever. My first name is The Late Night... Continue. Oh, my when's our birthday? Oh, you muffed it up. I'll just put my birthday. Oh nine oh six nineteen seventy three. Can you change the name? No, the birthday is the late night. I am a man or woman. Uh, okay, no, it's fine. I just think because I know this one thing that, that Tinder does is that it um, it gives you an age preference as to what you want either side of your age. All right, yeah. well that and works. And then 
but then other people searching will, will, will not be looking might, for, yeah might not necessarily well, we can't we can't so you need to put like go something in the middle so like that will catch the most people um, scr- uh, uh, so like what, so, so what if you go around what what age gets people horny 30 <laughs> yeah i was thinking like mid 30s maybe 32 so what year would i have been born um, 85 Eighty three, eighty three, eighty six. We're going to say eighty six, eighty six. That's so our birthday is the the ninth of the sixth, nineteen eighty six. I'm a let's say let's say a man. Um, continue. My sexual orientation. See again, I think that's where you might have a there might be an issue, because what? if you put your sexual orientation is anything, it will then only. The only people that will then find you. Well, let's put straight. I don't so, want yeah. perverts getting in touch. So I'm li- joking. <laughs> let's put straight. Let's put straight. So then, yeah, it will just be women that will be getting off of this. Yeah. Right, bise- bisexual then. Oh, you can tick loads of them. I'm ticking all of them. But that's the thing. Then it will just. Mm, I've ticked I three. Know. Sure. Whatever. I've ticked we'll I, so straight, bisexual, and pansexual, or, cool. or demisexual, pan. I'm not that keen on we demi more anymore. We can change later if need be. Show me everyone. Uh, my university is what? Uh, life. Oh God. Life. Continue. Add photos. Right. right. Could have told me. This was. Cinder would like to access your photos. Yep. Oh. Oh, I'm not looking. I'm not looking at your photos, Sam. <laughs> my eyes. Right, my eyes. You want to take a picture? Okay. I'm not looking at your photos. You're a young man. You're allowed. You're entitled to do whatever you want to do. No. And by the looks of it, he does. Okay, no, I'm going to take a photo on actual photo first. Uh, Same fella. Right. We're going to get so <laughs> much hot listener action. No, no, no. no. We're going to get callers. You We're going to get new callers off the back of this. Trust me. Is that Mark again? Should we get Mark again? Yeah, sure. Is that you again, Mark? It is. I have experience with Tinder. Oh, oh here we go. Now. We'll have more later. Tell so us. I had, um, I had a, a, my ex-fiancé from Tinder. Uh-oh. And I have my current partner from Tinder. Okay. I went on 22 dates in a year, and she was date 23. All from Tinder. And? It's very good. You, okay. you have yeah. no complaints. Date 23's worked out, Email, no please. complaints. All right. Nearly together for two years. All right. But I also had a weird experience where my friends one night got my phone and changed my sexual preference. <laughs> and they uh, changed it to be interested in guys. And I was absolutely bombarded for about six hours. Bombarded. I'm glad he, yeah, I'm glad he ended that. For how long? Six oh, months? Um, six months it took yeah. you to change it back. <laughs> <laughs> change that. No, six hours. All uh, right, okay. Embrace and I also it. went up, I'm in the Midlands, I went up to Leeds one day and I was at a, a, a meeting all day and it picked up that I was in a different place. And when you swipe right, normally you swipe, you can swipe 50 women and nobody says yes to you. And the first 12 women that I swipe right to all said yes. Because I'd gone somewhere else, oh. obviously. Oh. Yeah, it well, was very interesting. Well, good for you. It sounds like, it sounds like you're working it. Well, there's not any more. He's engaged. So weird. Not engaged. No, that, that was Are we now on Tinder? Yeah, do you want to, so what are we put as the bio? Just um, the about me bit, which comes up. What did you give, put, Mark? Give it, give it over it. Let's do this. Oh, I can't remember now. It's 
I'm a horned guy. No, you can't. I love Bowman William Fanny. Flipping it, man. Hi. My, my, um, quite a lot of the women used to show me other guys' profiles that they were looking at. And yeah. It wasn't, it was just, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of weird people on there. Yeah, just after one thing. Imagine yeah. on an app that's just got appearances <laughs> and you make a decision within a second. Well, I was one of the few guys that actually used to read the profile. Yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the others. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for phoning, Mike. Nice to speak to you. Let's have a word with Sean. Hey, Sean. Sean, you're on. Presentative of the owl community at large. It would have been nice to have got someone from the owl community to come on tonight and kind me. of, you know, say that they disagree strongly with what this owl did. Um, but that, I don't want anyone to go around attacking birds. I was attacked by an owl today. Uh, I don't know what type of owl it was because it was behind me. And also, I'm going to be honest, I, I wouldn't have recognized. I can't differentiate between owls anyway. Um, I, I don't want to go into details, but I was out in a um, secluded oh. area. And that's all I'm prepared to say about where I was. And, and, I'm, and I'm, there's a lot of speculation about why... I was in a secluded area, um, and I did not, I, I came back from America, from New York, um, and it was very urban there, so I wanted to be within nature, so I went to this spot, and I, it's, it's just off the A4, I was unaware at the time that it was um, a popular um, spot for gay men to meet, I was unaware of that, I was unaware of that, that I was unaware of that. Okay, I think we get and the point. Oh, we get the point. Right. <laughs> so this is what I've written. Thank you for that call. This is what I've written, and we can we can beef it up. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way. So this is our description. Hi, we are Ian Lee. Brackets. I'm a celebrity. Gotta get it in there. And Catherine Boyle in two brackets. We host the Late Night Alternative, a radio show weeknights from ten on DAB app and TalkRadio.co.uk. We need listeners and callers. Please call our show on 0344-499-1000 and say hi. It's silly and fun and we need you. Yeah. Anything else you'd add to that? Um, Sam? You're not supposed to put something about having a GSOH and all that? Or is that old-fashioned? Um, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. What? What? Good sense of humour. Uh, not important apparently on Tinder. <laughs> of course, how silly. We have a GD good dick. Um, anything else? Or do I just hit done? Done. I, I look good in that picture. I bet I look awful. Um, yeah, it's not your best one. Right. Sam? Yeah. So I just get swiping. Make it, make it live. Make it live. I've got a sinking feeling, man. I got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna be... Maximum distance. 99 miles is as high as you can go. Um, I'll make the age range as big as it... So, 23 to 100 plus. Yeah, we're going to 99 miles. Yep. All right, that's fair enough. Yeah, but as we move yeah. around, it'll pick up different names. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I'm going to get some messages now. This is I? great. This is great. God, look at that pic. Someone's aged me, and I look like my dad. I can add in so much more stuff now. Like we can we can choose our Spotify anthem. Um, Dom, this is a bad idea, isn't it? Uh, right. That, uh, yeah, I'll just go okay. down. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, Dom's on. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello? Uh, yeah, just seen your Tinder advert. Uh, oh, what, what type of socks do you wear? That was quick. Oh, we brought well, out a match. Have we? I think. Who, who have that? we got? 
I'm just I'm just liking everybody and hopefully one of them all. Whoa, <laughs> Sam's breaking hearts. God, indiscriminate. I'm oh, sorry, do you want me to pick and choose? Is this, we don't want any ugly people, is this ethical? No. No, because they'll be seeing the profile, they know it's not Yeah, we're not pretending to genuine. be a uh, person. We're not catfishing. No. Okay, fine, I'm in. Let's do this, let's get this some listeners. Awful. The first person. Gemma's right, Gemma tweeted me, what, what have they gotten you into? Um, you... Hot water. You're the madame. Oh, God. Yeah, so we go. we've, got we've got two matches already. But who are they? Um, so we have... Let's have a look at this guy. So we've got Fernando. Can you hear oh. the drums, Fernando? How can I get... It's... I'm just so long. And what is Fernando saying? That's that he's not said anything yet, it's just... You, oh, God, they're going to say matched. things, aren't they? Anyway, I want to go back. My phone's broken. Frozen. I'm not getting anything on my um, emails, so that's good. Tinder's not as sexy as I was expecting it to be. I don't think that we're doing it right. I thought we'd have um, bras being whipped off by now. Well, hang on, give it time. Okay. Well, Fernando this is might the... spoil us. No, this is, this is... Have you got something already? Yeah, so we've matched with Fernando29, um, who go, who went to the University of Westminster. He is six kilometres away. That's oh, Fernando wants sex. And Fernando's gone purely on near, and he's seen um, he's seen an old woman and a brother, who, a man who looks like a sort of a younger brother, and he thought, "I'm up for I'm up for that, I'm up for that." I mean, who else is looking at Tinder at there he is. twenty to one? He's only got three fingers. Not that that's a problem. I don't have a problem he's with saying that. He likes Willie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you want me to message them? Kara has just said, watch out for dry socket. The most pain I've ever experienced. Oh, she means my tooth. Uh-huh. Dry socket. Sounds horrible. So yeah, get to get call us. Okay. Um, but say, say call 0344 499 now and come on air with us. That's going to sound like a... What? A bot, though. Like, the amount... Did that. Say mm. it's not a bot. <laughs> say you do That's that. what they do. No, they don't. Bots don't have the intelligence to do that. <laughs> Kids, Say hi, Fernando. Kids. We are a radio show, and we are uh, we love to talk to you. We'd love to talk to you and give you a good, show you a good time. Oh, God. You, you go <laughs> moi, M W A H, moi. Okay. This has never been done before in the history no, of radio. No, there's a reason. Um. There is a reason. And I'll just, I'll just copy this, and just just for the next couple of days, I'll just paste this message. Sam, go to a break. But when we do the break, come back. Let's see what happens. We're going to create magic. We're going to create magic. This is this is what this is been a long time coming. This is what's going to get us sacked. Oh, we'll be the judge of that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is um, excuse me. My show. Well, you're not doing it though. It's not your show actually. It's my show. All right, you want to sit here then? No. Shut up then. Oh, shut up. Now. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech Radio with a difference. Talk Radio. Yeah, we've got about 15 minutes of the show left, so um, if you want to give us a ring, we're doing calls straight to air because we're dabbling in something that we have no comprehension of, and Explain that is Explain why you're driving the show, please. Because, because Ian is injured me. and can't Excuse speak. Excuse me! I think it's important people hear. know how brave I'm being, being here. Yeah. I don't want to be here, but if I'm not here, I don't get paid. Uh-huh. So very brave. Um, 
doesn't go on about it. Um, you'd barely know there's anything the matter, Carry apart on. from his voice keeps coming and going. Looks like that sometimes. And then he's fine again um, because Thank he's doing it NHS for you and for the NHS and for the Pride of Britain Awards. 2019. Uh, explain to the ladies and gentlemen what we've what we've done today. We're putting the show on Tinder to try and get more people, try and attract more people. Sam's got a little. Um, Spring in his step. Terrible. Wait, what's, what's the latest? Sam? So I've I've sent messages to the two people we've matched with, um, one of which I don't believe is a real person, but you never know. Let's see a picture. So was that the woman who appeared straight away? So this is one of the guys who appeared straight. Away. This is Stefan. Stefan Dennis gonna make you feel good. Um, he looks like a young Kim. Um, he looks like young Kim Jong Un. But yep. the thing is, there is just nothing to his profile other than just three he pictures. He just didn't have time to type it in. He was too busy masturbating. Maybe. Gosh. So, um, it's there are those two. you masturbate him. And then I'll just get to swiping. Okay, so this Unfortunately, is... Unfortunately, it's I'm not an instant thing. No, right? Tinder not... Live is the next thing that's going to be sweeping the nation. I'm not expecting to get anything tonight. I thought this was going to take a week or so for us to get something. I don't think we're going to get anything tonight. Yeah, it will be... Uh, a slow burn. But you we'll wait. You wait. You wait for our next set, set of ray jars, right? We dropped to tens of thousands. We're going to be up in the hundreds of thousands. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, admittedly, they're all going to be dirty perverts. Exactly. Do you get any extra bonus points for horn dogs? <laughs> um, but uh, listen, a listener is, is a, listener. a listener. Is a listener. Well, you, you say it once. A listener is a listener. Is a listener. But that doesn't make sense saying it another time. You said it once. A listener is a listener. We know. Or you can even just say, "Is a listener." I think the pain's making you crotchety. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to no. give us a call. Straight to air. Got another one? We're smashing I don't believe this. we've got Who another one. Who have we got one? now? So, oh, hang, we've got another two. No. Uh, no. So we got, uh, D. Stay of... Uh, I'm not going to be rude about people, actually. No, exactly. It's listeners. Stay of him. Wow. He looks like he could be a listener. He comes from the, um... Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> the Alan Caddick School of Listening. I suggest. Looking for love at quarter to one in the morning. Hello, you're on the air. I don't want to laugh, but he's told down a well. What have you been doing? I don't want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was told this was going to be a serious discussion about well You look like um, the, the um, president in Battlestar Galactica. Sorry. It yeah. does this new thing now. You're only allowed to like a certain amount of people. What? It's to stop. Uh, I'm assuming daily. So, but it's yeah. to stop hornbots. So did you ever meet anybody? You don't have to answer these questions, by yeah. the way. Did you meet people? Yeah, so I, there was one that um, I went out with for two years. Had a flat with it, yeah. Wow, um, from Tinder. Yeah. Because people sneer at these, and we're making jokes about it being like a sex, a shagging app and stuff. But that was, yeah, so I first, yeah, I first went on it when it had been a thing for a couple of years. And I, I admit, when it first came out. Um, That's what it was. Me and a few friends, yeah, that was 
that's just what you get stuck you go in on life. it for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after a couple of years, I went on it, and after chatting to a couple of people for a, um, a few months, um, yeah, ended up getting a long-term relationship Beautiful. out of one of them. And then after that, um, I there was someone else who I was talking to before I met up with my who turned out to be girlfriend. The one you put on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a mental back burner. And then I went out with her for a year. Wow. I'm so glad this wasn't around when I was in my 20s because I would be dead now. Um, but it, it, you can literally, I remember I had a, a, a thoroughly unpleasant gentleman hairdresser, barber. Um, but he had such great hair, but he would just tell me these horrible stories about I'm going up to Leeds tonight and I've, I've already got three birds sorted out on Tinder. For it. And you could do that. You could, you could say, uh, look, look in Leeds and you can just go and meet people you've never met before and have, um, carnal knowledge of them. Yeah, pretty wow. much. Wow. Hang on, someone's on the phone. You're on the, you're on the radio. Is it Fernando? That's you're not on the radio. We've had like, we've, Butler. You've got oh. like, about ten now. This yeah, but how many are real? Smashing through. How many? Smashing through. Yeah. You've said that before. Yeah, <laughs> phrase smashing through implies uh, something thoroughly, uh, thoroughly unpleasant. We're getting a lot of interest. There we go. Okay. Well, I, I think people are liking the picture because uh, it's you look, you know, quite cute in it, Catherine. No, I, I, I don't. I better look awful. Um, and uh, but but no, then they're reading the profile and going, uh, here we go. Listen to this. I'd heard about this before. They'd done this before. Um, or maybe they haven't, because it says here, a first-of-its-kind trial using MDMA, you know what that is? Yeah. Ecstasy. Alongside psycho psychotherapy to try and stop alcohol alcoholism appears to have been successful, scientists revealed. The small study of just four people just oh, four, okay. managed to stop all of their harmful daily drinking after eight weeks of therapy. Two of the adults, who were all aged between 34 and 63, slipped up and had a single drink each, but the other two managed to stay completely sober. Well, the headline is, scientists use ecstasy to cure alcoholics. I think we're finding that they're not really cured. Among them were a 54-year-old mother of three, a 34-year-old man with two children, a retired man who'd been drinking for 30 years and a former heroin user. Hang on. So they put a former heroin user back on drugs? The study combined weekly psychotherapy sessions with monthly sessions in which they took, oh my gosh, 99.9% pure MDMA, the drug used to make ecstasy and had therapy. Imagine having therapy while you're on ecstasy, dear God, I just want to duck, I just get up and dance. One said they felt more confident and energised, another said everything is so much clearer. <laughs> this is while they're on it, right? While a third said, I effing love you man, and I'm not just saying it because <laughs> of the pill. <laughs> Scientists at Imperial College London devised the study. Scientists. And carried it out with the help of an NHS mental health trust in Bath. It's the first study in ongoing research into whether the recreational drug can be used in a medical scenario to help people battling addictions. Jeez. What? I mean, that was one of the things I like taking. Although the direct effects of the MDMA weren't being measured and the study was done to test the safety of the program, the team says this paves the way for placebo. Do you know what? I haven't had a drink for uh, 15 years, but I think maybe I should go on this program and just, and just double check it. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It's a funny old world. And they've got a picture of, um, three lines. It looks like Coke, but it, they're saying it's MDMA cut up, racked up. See, I'm already going into the terminology. And I look at that picture and it just makes me think, Isn't it funny? I've, I've gone past the picture because I don't like looking at it, but it just just triggers a little thing. Three lines like that of white powder. You go. I don't 
know what's for dinner tonight. It's it's weird. It's a really weird thing. I don't that story. But they've used um, R.D. Lang, the psychotherapist, psychologist, used LSD a lot in um, treatment of mental health issues and stuff. It's a nice idea, guys. I don't think it works. Although they found that mushrooms can help with depression, depression didn't they? There's like they a say, really yeah. big, proper scientific study of more than just four people. Um, how many likes have we got? Um, so we have we have nine matches, yeah. one of which replied. Oh, oh on, yeah. Same so I just I sent the thing out saying phone. Uh, oh my god, no, I couldn't do that. I'm way too shy. All right, well, just listen then. Just, just listen then. That's, that's it. That'll do. That'll do. It's a strange world, isn't it? Do you remember, you would have done this, Catherine, about 10, 15 years ago. Have you ever used internet dating? Give us a call and let yeah. us know your experiences of it. And the people that did were weird. Yeah, they were, they were very They were weird. weird. But they found there, you know, there's a lid for every pot and they did tend to find the, the right person. Yeah, other weirdos. And also, the internet dating stuff was like really, um, it wasn't quite so, uh, hookup type dating as it is now. Dating. It was proper, you know, people who wanted to go for long walks and, you know, laugh in the rain and all that sort of stuff. Right? I remember I did a radio show once, a one off show at BBC London with Sarah Beanie, and she had. Oh, she's got her own thing, My, My Single Friend or something. Something it's like yeah. that. And she was telling me. This was like really young when she'd only been doing it for six months or a year. She she said that they had a real problem on their website, that it was full of women. Uh-huh. It was full of women and hardly any men on there. Whereas now you hear tell it's of the all websites, the other way yeah, and they kind and of have pretend women on there. And she said, and I and I said, Is you, really? You would think it was the other way. She said, no, it's 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 like seventy uh, percent women. And so if if a man signs up there, they're in hog heaven. Not very nice. Well, some, boxes, is it? There was some other one I can remember seeing. Like, um, have you seen Uniform Dating? I think it's one. Oh of them. yeah. And it says that yeah, if if you work in uniform or fancy those yeah. that do. And yeah. When I see that, I just think it's just gonna be full of people that fancy those in uniform. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Uh, does Traffic Warden count? <laughs> does <laughs> a tabard count it's as a uniform? uniform? Yeah. <laughs> I tell it's you what I met at my. I tell you. I tell Come you what I met Paul. at my count uh, at my county fair the other day. Yeah. Um, an old, uh, older woman came up to me and said, "Hello, Ian." I went, oh, all right, because sometimes people come and say hello. She went, you don't remember me, do you? I said, I've not got a clue who you are. She said, I was your dinner lady <gasps> at school. And uh, she was with her little granddaughter. She was the one of the ones that served up the food, not uh-huh. one of the ones uh, p- policing the playground. And I met her daughter, and we had a lovely little chat for about four or five minutes. Isn't that funny, old world? That's reminded me, I should have contributed on yesterday's programme yeah. when you were talking about the bronze jugs, because we had copper jugs on the table for our school dinners, yeah. and they were full of either custard or blancmange. And the treat was, if you were like the top dog on the table, the prefect, you could have the skin off the top of the oh. custard and have it like an oyster. I hated, I hated the skin. Oh, I love the skin. But custard is a bonus, there. yeah. And, and chocolate sauce occasionally. And they only served bizarrely the chocolate sauce with a chocolate pudding. Yeah. And it was like double choco. Yeah. I, I, but blamon, she wouldn't pour a blamon. Well, it was kind of a pinky custard, I suppose. Oh, it, yeah. it was do- it, it kind of dolloped out. The custard was almost like milk, but still delicious. I only ever had blamon at my nan's on when we went there for a Sunday roast. Did they shape it like a rabbit? My yeah, she had a rabbit mould. She did. And then for for tea, we were allowed, and we never experienced this where we were from. All our ice cream came in a tub. We were allowed to go to the corner shop and buy uh, Neapolitan ice cream oh, in, yeah, cardboard. in cardboard. Oh, the Vianetta. 
No, 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 the, oh. you know, the strawberry oh, chocolate. Oh, yes, the, the, tr- the tree the Vionetta. Vionetta. My, my grandparents weren't that posh. They were they made, they made drenched a Vionetta. So I, I bought a Vionetta the other day to just, just to treat myself. Felt decadent. I was working with somebody whose name I won't share once at the BBC, and he came out of a kind of spa, and he had a Vionetta, and he ate it like a choc ice walking along. Dirty <laughs> I, I'm going to say Russ Abbott. No, it wasn't Russ Abbott. It was something, okay. more, something more portly than Mr. Abbott. I've okay. never seen Russ Abbott eat anything. Okay. But okay. maybe somebody rather portly. Okay. All right. We'll have a little You'll know of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's big on the star signs. Wow, that's the person I was thinking of. Russell Grant. You're not supposed Russell to say Grant. it. Russell <laughs> <Yeah. You're not laughs> Grant. He ate a Vionetta <laughs> like a choc ice. That is good genius. That is <laughs> genius. I'd be boasting about that if I was Russell Grant. <laughs> that, is, well, that is genius. Anyway, I'm not supposed to be talking. Yeah, what have you got for us? you got till 58.20, Paul. Well, we are going to Finland in the final hour of the programme, courtesy of my mate from Chalksport, Will Gavin, who does the show kind of that compliments ours on the airwaves, because he tweeted something yesterday about the Finnish heavy metal knitting competition and we are speaking to the organizer you can see it online yeah. and while because he- finland my producer john hearn tells me has more heavy metal bands per head of population than any other nation of course lordy won lordy the eurovision for them back in 2006 it, it, yeah. with hard rock hallelujah yeah, so a, a bit song. of knitting meets um heavy metal and i've already had the, I've, I've already trademarked the pun pearl jam beautiful hey yeah. see what i've done there yeah, hey yeah. Different spelling. Also on the program, great story. It went uh, viral, as you kids say, uh, about a week or so ago. Oh, bless you, Granddad. And it concerns, enough, it concerns a manta ray. Now, manta ray has the largest brain of any fish, okay? And unlike even cats and dogs, they reckon a manta ray can recognise itself in the mirror, like the great apes, like the bottlenose dolphin. Okay, this poor manta ray, off the coast of Western Australia, skimming the bottom, looking for food, and it got hooks embedded in its face, discarded. Oh. It rose, the, you can see this online, if you put in freckles the manta ray, it goes to the surface and there's a team of divers, and it's 30 odd years old, it goes up to one of the guys, and it kind of flips on its back, and this guy, after a dozen dives with pliers, managed to take the hooks from the manta ray's eyes, and we've got the diver on the program. Wow. It's like a Disney short cartoon waiting to happen, isn't it? And, the, and you'll find place. out what happened when he encountered the manta ray again a couple of weeks later. It killed him. You spoiler. <laughs> you spoiler. No, the manta ray <laughs> gave up its watery homes. Androcles, isn't it? To it's, grow a lovely, it's a lovely story. Oh, that's that's a couple of great <laughs> stories on, and the usual old tosh. Lovely. Beautiful. And that was the wisdom tooth. Have you got it with you? Can I look at it? Yeah. They, oh. they didn't want to give it to me, so oh. we're not allowed to give it to you because it's oh. a body part. It's yours. And I, uh, Listen, I'll give you fifty quid for it. No, that's look at the look at the roots on is that. Is that re- Oh, that is a beautiful. Look at the bed That's the hole. You've eaten some Viennettas in your time, haven't you, big fella? Yeah, You've been listening to the late alternative with me. I've got a gap at the top at the back. I might be able to find a home for it. That's wonderful. And that's Paul Ross. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully, if Ian bears up. Say goodnight, Ian. Good night, everybody. This is Talk Radio.